Okay, so if I say transhumans, nobody's going to piss the pants or anything, are they? Transhumans? Yeah. No. When it's time to party, we will party hard. Welcome transhumans, psychic nulls and nerds to episode three of Phosphex Party. I'm glad to have you all back again. We're here with my co-hosts. I've got Spencer. Hello there. We've got the anarchy himself, Mr. Anton. Good evening. And we've also got Ross, our tech servitor extraordinaire. Beep boop. <laughs> all right, guys. So um, let's go on to... Now, this is something we didn't cover in the last episode, much to the chagrin of a lot of people who contacted us. We didn't mention our competition winners. So No, no that's true. So we ha we've had a couple of competitions uh, since the podcast started. Uh, first one being uh, we had a uh, like the page kind of competition for a, a Moritat, and the winner is for that a gentleman called Simon Priest. Simon Priest, right? Unfortunately, Simon, I'm painting it for you, um, so <laughs> don't, don't hold out any hope that he's going to be a golden demon. No, no do submitting you, um, it. Three, do you to, three years later, do you want yeah. to, do you want to tell him? About what your dog did. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So um, <laughs> so it might have originally been armed with Volkite pistols. He's now armed with a pair of plasma pistols, mainly because my dog ate the Volkite pistols. He's <laughs> literally using the dog ate his home It did, yeah. No. And the long and the short of it is, he's probably going to shit it out in 24 hours, but I'm, <laughs> I'm going to work on the assumption that Simon doesn't want a pair of shit-covered Volkite pistols. This isn't, strapped to it's his not the model. first time your dog has eaten something off your painting. What if you put that through your cleaner thing? Would that be okay, then? I don't know. <laughs> oh, no, not even the Sonic cleaner. We're not, we're not, su we're not well, sullying that. Is he Death Guard? No. Yeah, so, um, Simon Priest, congratulations on... Pressing the like button at the appropriate time <laughs> and being randomly selected. Well done. There's a lot of skill involved in that. Yes, so it. we should have that to you in the next uh, two or three weeks. That's on my painting table right now. Sweet. Well done. Well done. Good stuff. So we did have another competition as well. And this was something that Ross put up. And this was to... We wanted to know your stories about smuggling in... Uh, <laughs> smuggling in your purchases, uh, getting them past your significant other. And um, I think we've got a winner for that as well, haven't we? We have, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that was the one that you picked this one, didn't you, Ross? This is um, mm -hmm. uh, by Tom Sargent of all people. Now, ironically, I think this was actually decided before we'd gone to Tarsis. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. And it just turns out that Tom was yes, actually you played uh, him, didn't you? we played him in the last round of Tarsis Four. Yeah, so uh, yeah, well done, Tom. But you can, particularly like that one. Can we just say that in in the post that Tom said that this was from his in quotes. Friend, yes, <laughs> <laughs> of course, it was from his friend. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Like, call, call me psychic. I, I don't think he's actually got a friend that does this. No, but we're not, it... we're not going to tell you how he does it. No, no, we don't want to blow his so cover. By all means, if, you, if you're curious, go and have a look at the uh, looking through the, the post that we've got on that one and the, his comments in there. So uh, I'm sure you'll find it. To, yeah. to, but, uh, to be honest with you, some of, some of the stories that I've seen and you guys have obviously kind of filled me in on, I'm, I'm disappointed, gentlemen. I'm <laughs> really, really disappointed. What's yours then? Well. Smuggling in. Yeah, I don't have to. I'm no, single. Me, me, and Ant, <laughs> yeah. well. me, me and Ant don't have to smuggle stuff in because we're uh, sexual Tyrannosaurus. Oh, yeah, that's true, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you know, keep the ladies sweet and it's all fine. This is it. I've got a garage for my shit, so it's okay. <laughs> you do need to take it in the house, do you? Straight to the garage. This is it. See, Dan just walks in without his trousers on and she's like, what's that in your hand? And it's like, oh, no, Dan, the other hand. <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely not a Land Raider. <laughs> That's Storm Eagle, baby. <laughs> Is that what you call it? The Storm Eagle. Ride the lightning. <laughs> Kick the bedroom door open. Caw -caw! 
No, what this is, this would be the volcano cannon for my nipples. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> if it burns, go and see a doctor. Oh, <laughs> We've descended into dick jokes really quick. <laughs> it's almost it. like it's just us. Yeah, indeed. Welcome to the wall. Cool. Uh, right. Yeah, anyway, so we'll right. get uh, Tom's address and we'll send him the prize. Yeah, it's quite a sweet prize, actually. It sat on the table behind us. Uh, I was quite impressed with that. Just hasten to add, I'm not building and painting it for you. That's what is it? Is that a stick of rock? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going to keep it as a surprise. Oh, it, yeah. It'll turn up, yeah. and I'm, I'm going to address it to him, and then I'm going to stick loads of uh, Big Bubba's like, House of Dildo stickers to it. And <laughs> yeah. Stuff. So when his, when his missus gets it, and she's like, what? That's, you've given me a brilliant idea, but I'll save that for another oh, day. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> okay, then. So, moving on from our competition. Oh, I should say, we've got another competition huh? in, the, in the offing. Yeah, we have. Yes. So, uh, Ross, why don't you tell us your idea for the prize, and then we'll talk a bit about what the, what the competition is. Oh, the Retardonaut. The Retardonaut. <laughs> so, I, I had a bit of a tactical error with the old Forge World, in that I bought two conversion beamers for Contempt of Dreadnoughts. Who does that? Well, I thought they were really good, and then I read the rules, and like, <laughs> I, like, I, like I said in the, uh, the podcast, is it episode one? I can, I can like, piss harder than a, yeah. uh, a conversion beamer will hit at like sub 24 inches it's, it's a bit like to, to bastardise a quote from Jaws we're going to need a bigger board <laughs> we are <laughs> yeah. well even then I've used it on a board where we're playing from you know, short end to short end and it yeah. still was crap it did nothing so I'm going to either get a Kalth body or I'm going to I think I've got a standard resin contemptor from when they before they did the Legion specific ones in my office somewhere I'll build it up and we will have a competition to win the Retardonaut. Yeah. So uh, details of the competition will be when we post this. So this is a bit weird because we're talking about something that's going to happen in the future, but from your perspective, we'll be happening simultaneously. Or it's already happened. Or it's already happened. you're listening and to this point, yeah. you've already done, posted it for you to be able to listen to it. Yeah. This, is, this is not a time travel podcast. No. Do, you reckon, do you reckon this is how Eldrad Ulthran feels every time he opens the fridge? I really don't want what I'm going to have to eat. I both time. simultaneously <laughs> have and do not have any space cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the tragic thing about it being Eldrad, isn't it? Maybe that's something for weapons free in the future. Anyway, all the past. Well, all the thing past. is, I've got a question about all psychers, right? So you have to concentrate to use the psychic powers, yeah. same as anything. Yeah. But you know when you sneeze, I'm saying yes, like I've got psychic right. powers. <laughs> so you know when, you, bullets. Yeah. when you sneeze, Wait. sometimes yes. you lose like all control of like one of your limbs and you flail or do something stupid. No, that's just you, Ross. Okay, it's me, but I'm just. I've seen other people do it. Okay. Right? So what if you're like, okay, so you're like uh, Tylos Rubio, and he's just chilling out in the Somnus Citadel on, on, on Luna, and he sneezes, and he just randomly sets fire to a, like, a random servitor. By, does he then be like, oh, no, it's happened again? I'll or... give you Perils of the Warp. <laughs> <laughs> Perils of the Warp is essentially somebody sneezing mid-incantation. Oh, that, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, yeah. actually. Or sneeze, It's like sneezing and following through. <laughs> oh fuck it! No. That's essentially what's happened, isn't it? Anyway, moving through melts brains. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or if you want to get really dark, laughing during sex, I heartily recommend that one. Okay. <laughs> what do you mean, like sinister laugh? This, I'm, no, I'm, no. I'm going to be honest. This is this is getting more like Phosphex party <laughs> after dark. <laughs> Well, I can't see, Baywatch. All I'm thinking it? right now is like Baywatch laughing lines. during sex from the wardrobe no. while someone else is. <laughs> and then bursting out and being like, your technique is wank! Is and then running off. That's like that with the rhythm. Go, like, go, go, what, go. What's happened is that he's been on webcam watching and then all of a sudden they realise that he's got the speaking here. Oh, <laughs> fucking Phosphex Party, the dark web episode. Yeah. <laughs> 
Jesus. <laughs> moving on. Let's move on. Let's very swiftly. So let's talk about our to-do lists and what we've got in progress. So, uh, Spin, are you going to kick us off in tried and tested fashion now, telling us about your hobby progress or not? It's, it's been very little. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. I mean, we, to be honest with you, this has been a short period of time between our last episode and this one. Uh, been a while. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's probably worth saying actually. Ross is coming back to the home of all things hobby. He's been oh, yeah. Coming back to Leicester. Because of obviously our, sh- our weird schedules, and uh, this has been one of those uh, random times we've been able to all get together to be able to do this. Yeah, we've uh, we've done it a bit quicker than we normally would do, haven't mm. we? So, uh, in that time, I've not really done a lot, but what I did do was I um, built the next five of my Tyrant Terminators, uh, which I've then now already. Pass over to our good man uh, Dan here. They're nearly painted already. Yeah. Are, those, are those the like the three hundred pound for a unit Terminator? Uh, with the full ten man, yeah, probably, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, I've um, I've got those done, which is uh, another unit five. But this time they've only got power fist rather than chain fist, like the other guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, I did. Um, I got my uh, the uh, the mini fun bus for the veterans done. Uh, so I got a rhino done. Okay. Uh, I posted up a picture on. What veterans was that? Ross's favourite unit. Yeah, favourite. No, after after fucking Charlie's adventure in Mechanicum on the on the thirty k chat the other day. I'm now building two units of vets, and I genuinely don't care. Right, well, so just, just, let's, just to clarify, let's, let's, let's. just to clarify, so Charlie's a well, he was locally lives in London now. So yeah, 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 fucked yeah. off. Um, been doing the uh, London like, confidential kind of thing with being a solicitor and shit. I don't know what you're talking I about. Le- Has he joined the Brexit team? It's entirely possible. <laughs> I, I've, I've no idea. I've no idea what his political views are. No. He's a bit of a political null. Anyway, anyway, by the by, so yeah. he's down in London, but Charlie yeah. has got a Mechanicum Army. He's been building a Mechanicum Army. He's been playing in the Battle Stars campaign. Yeah, he has, yeah. Came to us with us to uh, Warhammer World last week. Yeah. 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 And um, Charlie experienced veterans against his Mechanicum, which seems to have triggered him slightly. <laughs> <laughs> Although, to be honest, what he was describing, it was the most convoluted and uh, combination of vets I'd ever heard. Who takes Mont Zenobane? Zenobane with uh, combi melters or something like that. What? Who did that? Who was he playing that against? Was, that was, that was someone in London, I think. Some random London. I don't know. These Cockneys. It's all the smog. It gives them brain damage. <laughs> they can't help it. <laughs> it's why they pay so much for all this stuff. Because they just wander around like, gotta get a good drink now. £7.50 for a pint. Is that right? Steel. <laughs> well, yeah, Will lives in London. It'll happen to him soon. <laughs> I just, we haven't introduced Will yet. We'll introduce him in a minute. <laughs> don't, don't drop him in now, boys. Anyway, right, so, veterans. Yeah. So, rhino, no, well, no, uh, rhino veterans. I've built the majority of my veterans anyway uh, for the Bell Stars, as I mentioned uh, the last episode. But yeah, I'll, because I'm, uh, they're going to be part of my main army, okay. I've built the, I've got the, uh, the Rhino done for them. And what I posted on the uh, the page a couple oh, weeks ago was the is converted that, is, turret. Is that the turret? Yeah, what yeah. I've done well, for the pinnacle mount in Multimelter, I've used the uh, Forge World Razorback turrets. So it's got Multimelter on. And what I've done with this one is I've uh, cut out the, uh, the spotlight yeah. uh, that was on there and, and like a mounted a, yeah, an underslung kind of uh, 100 kilo missile on there. Uh, just cause I, li- I like the. It was, I was trying to go for you know like your anti-air kind of missile type effect that you've got on some turrets or. Um... So this is a thirty-five point model. Yep. That you've spent how long on? Time. No, some, no. Some time. it's not. It's not even how long. It's it's a Demios tank, right? It's a Demi- yeah, a Dimos. Di- a Dimos Rhino that then has a, a razor a Razorback turret. Yeah. And it has the Forge World doors. Where did yeah. you get the missile from? And it has a dozer blade, and it has a plastic missile launcher from one of the guard kits, right? From the Sentinel kit. From the Sentinel kit, yeah. 
which he bought previously to make his madcap conversion. Yes, so, okay, so yeah. But unfortunately, that kit that I took the hunter killer missile from is the kit that I said that I couldn't use for the actual conversion. So they basically got an entire sentinel with a missing missile. Yeah. Okay. Essentially, yeah. Yeah. Basically, I think we're starting to see a pattern emerging with your <laughs> modelling. And this like is why you're called idiocy. Lord Moulds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's that's pretty much it for hobbying wise. Uh, in the like, what last two, three weeks and all that we've done. So cool. well, he's keeping me busy. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty much handed over all my. I mean, all I've got left to do now in terms of the future is uh, I've only got like you know less than oh, I think only about five or six infantry models to get sorted now. Yeah, uh, to get my up to my two and a half k arrows. So once I've painted everything, you've got that's like two and a half thousand points. Yep, that would be my two and a half. The, the problem that I've got is I've I've hit a, a, a mental block with my uh, main HQ model. It's driving me mental. It's been driving me mental for months now. Only you, Spencer, could be woken up at two in the morning thinking about what you're going to stick. No, to I just stay board. awake till two o'clock. <laughs> <Okay, morning. laughs> that's the problem. But uh, yeah, that's that's where I'm at anyway. Right, cool. So Rossington, tell us about your hobby life. Um, what have I done? <laughs> Shit. Uh, a lot of it's kind of been put on hold because I'm having to pack boxes to get ready for the house move. That's a good point, well made. Uh, I've built two tech marines. Mm -hmm. They're ready to paint. I've painted... You do love building tech marines, don't you? There's a particular reason why you have all these tech marines, isn't there? What? No, nothing. They're just cool. Yeah, okay. There's, there is a particular reason why you like Yeah, Battlesmith is a thing. <laughs> That's not the reason you told us. What? what? What did I tell you? The fact that you, you figured out that if you have a Forge Lord, is it a Forge Lord or oh, if I have a, If I have a Warsmith, a Forge Lord, and a full Tech Marine Coven, yeah. I can reduce a cover for like five pieces of terrain by one point on the cover save. <laughs> it's a winning strategy. But then I run Castellex with the targeting enhancement so it drops it by another one. You no. So like, all of the stuff in the middle of the board hey, is now at the max, like five up cover and then the castle X shooting and it's sixes and they're AP three and it's just like well you shouldn't have started vet spam I really shouldn't have done it like that's a lot yeah yep. it's good however um, when you play my world eaters I won't be on the fucking table because I'll be bumming you from, no, from the sky <laughs> see that's that's another thing I've got to add I've got to add some anti-air but yeah, I've been painting some of the Bale Stars objectives as well for, oh, yeah, for round so. three and round I'm two. Was it round two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're running more round one. I built a dreadnought. Well, rather, I rebuilt. You know, my running dreadnought. Mm. Oh, he had an unfortunate accident. I ham-handed him and dropped him on the floor. Yeah. And he broke. And one of his fists is irreparable. So I gave him a uh, spare Vol Volkai oh, Culverin that I had. What, conversion beam, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Moving away from that. And I've got a. I've got the dreadnought that I ordered after Tarsus getting built as well. That's oh, going to have cool. a las cannons. Sweet. So that's my full, it'll be a full talon of three dreadnoughts soon, a full coven of tech marines soon, and then I'm going to start working on my terminators. So where would that leave you in terms of having a finished two and a half thousand point list? I don't have a list that I'm working oh, okay. to. Right. I've got the Golg Ironfire list, which is what oh, I'm yeah. building my terminators for. Well, well, not meant to be a pawn. Like, <laughs> <laughs> a pawn? A, a pawn podcast or something like Sir that. Sir Spencer Moulds has done a pawn. <laughs> what? Golgine fire is not that bad. No, it's filthy. It is, it is yeah. For one, Dan designed it for a start. He did. <laughs> hey, just can we not drag money through the gutter, please? Thanks. Uh, yeah, I've got Golgine fire. I'm building two, and I'm just generally, I've got like another five squads of Mark Three Marines to build. Five uh, squads. Yeah. One of the one of the guys, um, Alistair from Club. What? Who ten, works ten Alley. No, 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 Alistair. no, 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 no. So, uh, so just for point of reference, Jihadi Ali and uh, Alistair, who is actually his name, 
had a game uh, a couple of years ago now to decide who got the name Alistair, the rights to the name. Uh, is it him that got it? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. I've never knew. This is news to me. In Gifts for Geek, Alistair lost. So Jihadi Ali refers to Alistair from Gifts for Geeks as um, Norman. That's amazing. It is. <laughs> yeah, he sold me He that sold me three the first I've heard about that. He's, yeah, he sold me. Th- he sold me thirty for yeah. like twenty-five yeah. quid. It was that's, a good deal. That's good. Um, I got my Bernard Prospero box. Dan hit, uh, hooked me up with some legs, which I've got some uh, torsos. Got some Deathcock torsos, in fact. Sweet. For using for those. Um, and I think as soon as one of the the thirty k lots say they're making a Forge World order, I'm going to chuck some uh, the auto cannons on there and build a Havoc squad. Mm-hmm. All right. Yes, it's a good shout, Havoc. Mm. All right, cool. So, moving then, uh, Mr. Ant. Hello. Tell us what you've been doing. Well, apart from absolutely bugger all, I purchased a 3D printer from a place called Cruiser, and it's a Mark III, and it's basically, it's voodoo magic. <laughs> it's so cool. King um, Willie will see you now. It's, it's unreal. It's one of those things where um, initially I got a quote, because Star Wars Legions is coming out on the 22nd of March. And as a bit of a Star Wars fan, I'm very excited about it. So I figured um, I found some in terrain um, by a company called Imperial Terrain, where it's like an Excel, like an STL file. So you can download the file for you know a couple of dollars or whatever it is, print it off yourself. Boom, you can you know make yourself a table. I've um, got a quote for some work, um, but then I kind of costed it up, and it would actually be probably about the same price to buy my own printer. So I thought, fuck it, um, dropped. The best part of a thousand pounds on this printer. The real was that much. Yeah. Shush you, Mr. Conversion Pants. <laughs> 300 pound a squad or, <laughs> or a printer. A, or a printer. printer um, like. So, yes, I've been, fla- I've been flapping around with that for the last week or so. Um, and then I've discovered that I can print um, kind of the patterns or the. the the, the scenery um, for Zomatalis. So that, <laughs> <coughs> so when, once I've done a six by four for my Star Wars stuff, which I'm still kind of printing out at the minute, and I'll get some pictures up on the the um, yeah, so the Facebook page and whatnot. Um, Ant's, Ant's brought a whole load of him with it. So it's this giant bucket of scenery, mm. basically. It's nice. Yeah, it's, 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 it's to be honest with you, it's 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 sitting in my living room. And it's just chugging away, and it's just it's it's bonkers. I've never seen anything like it. It's it's men it's mind blowing. I thought when when models first got designed through CAD, I thought that was wicked, and now I can print shit off at home. I'm just like it's fucking bananas. But yeah. So anyway, so I've got the 3D prints I've been flapping around with, and that's basically about it. That's basically about it, really. I've not really done, had a chance to do much else, to be honest. That's with cool. That's cool. So, um, I suppose best tell you what I've been doing then. Yes. So I've been. I, it's easier to say what you've not been doing. Well, yeah, I suppose. So I, I have been doing loads of stuff. So um, I'm finishing off Spencer's stuff. Thank you. Uh, I'm also now taking on Justin's Alpha Legion. So Justin's another guy at the club. He's club treasurer. I should say. We should salute when we say that. Also, potential champion for the Blood Bowl League. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Justin choke, for champ. Choke, not Justin. hope. Choke, not hope. <laughs> <laughs> when you said potential, I was like, oh, he's a potential strangler. <laughs> oh, whoa. It's, it's one of those things. I, I think you made this point, Ross. It's one of those things that started off as a bit of a joke, but every now and again you start to think, has this gone too far? You mean when they get like six foot banners that are hanging oh, yeah, across the hall? So good. T shirts. And, and a model, a, a model, an actual a model yeah. of him. So, just very quickly, Justin's our uh, club secretary. Uh, club, um, I'm the club secretary. He's the club uh, treasurer, 
and uh, he's in our Blood Bowl League. I think he's going to commission it for it. He's going to run it from yeah, yes, it will be next year. Yeah. And um, he's doing quite well. He never does really quite very well, I don't think. But he's had, he's had a bit of a hit, a bit of a purple patch. He's doing really well. But they've they've taken it a bit far. And they've, <laughs> they've made all these t-shirts with his face on, and uh, made these banners. We should get some photos. Put them on Fox Sports. Really it's good. really good. It's really obviously somebody with far too much time on hands. Put a lot of time and effort into all or that. Somebody who owns a really big printer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, so that's that's all going on. So I'm now painting his Alpha Legion for him. So he's been he's been struggling to get it going for about twelve months, and I've offered to paint it before for him. Yep. Um, but you, you give him the same deal as when. When you asked me, to, yeah. asked if I wanted yeah, yeah. as well. Have, so you, was, have you told everyone about your your big year of making the world better by doing stuff? Mm. Reach out and touch. <laughs> so, don't make me sound like a hobby Jesus. I'm not a hobby Jesus. Well, no, no, not like not like that. But you did you did decide that the world was a bit shit, and you would spend a year helping people out. Yeah, stuff like but it was about your year of heresy, wasn't it? It was. I, so I, this was twelve months. So it was less fat cat's year of heresy, which ironically was last year. Yeah. <laughs> But it's it's got exploded. That it's almost like me not it's doing taken anything. It's taken a year to get us going. But the thing is, there's no brakes on the train. So there is no like you started it, and yeah. then a few, a few people got on, and then everyone else has got on, and then suddenly like, oh, yeah. oh yeah. God, we're all going to die. <laughs> Where does it end? Where does it end? In a chasm somewhere. Probably. In the actual 31st millennium. Probably. <laughs> so uh, yeah. So uh, the the whole idea is, I, I've got. I'm I'm quite adept at painting lots of stuff fast, not quite as fast as Ant, but still well, when, when I can when I can be asked to pick up a brush, yeah, yeah, leave it standing. <laughs> but yeah, it's just and I know Justin's not got a lot of time on his hands. Plus, he's doing a I didn't realise he's doing a maths degree now as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Spare time, Jesus. Anyway, might, uh, might so yeah, him. so I just thought I'd help him out. Mm-hmm. Might ask him some random questions. Then. Yeah, what maths questions? No, no, just like you know, like the sixteen like... times thirty-two. Go. <laughs> I don't like the velocity of a bolt gun shell hitting a rhino that's driving at 35 miles an hour. 12. Who, who fired it? It's always <laughs> who fired it. <laughs> Clearly, it was Sangor Dingus. Um, if Horace's crusade leaves Esteban at. <laughs> and, and the Dark Angels are coming from the opposite direction. Yeah. But are they? Well, technically, no. Well, Based on the number of books that have been in the Heresy series so far, <laughs> can you extrapolate to the number of books we expect for the ne- to, we before to- we get to the end? We should totally get him to do some Horus Heresy stats for us. Yeah, that would be <laughs> fun. Stat- Stato Corner. Right. So, so sitting on there listening to this going, oh my God, what have right. I yeah, we, We've tangentially veered away from Dan's like, yeah, hobby, hobby table. Yeah, yeah, yeah go on, let's go. Yeah. So, so yeah, so I'm doing a whole lot of painting. I am also painting some of my own stuff as well. So I've got a bunch of uh, Imperial Fist tanks, which are going to be from Bale Stars. The next level. They they for a thousand points. Well, uh, do you mind? They're going in my final list. Okay. So they might not make it into a thousand. Okay. Points when thousand when you say tanks, what yeah. are they? Uh, two predators, two rhinos, and a Damocles. So they're not the two land raiders that Spin was telling me he's going to put in his oh, thousand put points. Two in. Uh, no. Uh, no. Uh, I we joked about whether I could get to, uh, two uh, land raiders. Oh, clearly it? could, and I could, but that would be my, my basically it'd be my delegates going woohoo. Come kill me! That's not and then message. two squads in the. Send me a WhatsApp message like, look at my list for Bale Stars. I looked at it as Delegatas, two Breacher squads, two Ladrian Proteuses. And I was just like, no. <laughs> You're a terrible person. Sounds good. That's to not me. At all what I was going to do, no. All right, anyway. I thought it was something worse since then, though, but anyway. Excellent. But, so I am painting some Imperial Fists. Um, but it's also worth mentioning, because uh, again, this this will be out by the time you, you see this, but I've also been on the 30K channel with Jihadi Ali. <laughs> So, if you're how listening... excited was he to go on that? Jihadi Ali, I love every time we he, say that. He was, he, he was very, very moist. <laughs> <laughs> very moist. Was, was he power wanking all the way to Peterborough? He, uh, do you know? It's, it's quite funny actually. I mean, 
clearly we all know he's Venusian. We're all now taking a course into <laughs> yeah, his language. We, we don't want to blow his cover or anything, but clearly he is Venusian. But he, he was he was surprisingly anxious about going on. He was all geared up for it beforehand. Yeah, because he got you painting stuff for it. Oh, yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, he did get me to paint loads of stuff for it. Um, Do you know what he's going to absolutely hate me pointing out? What? Listen to the number of times he says unfortunate. I've not watched it yet. I've not watched it yet. I'll have to listen after that. So anyway, so the point about mentioning that was is um, 30K channel has been an absolute blast. I've been on, I think, two or three times now. Um, This first time we've been on Word Bearers. Um, I think Alistair liked it as well, although he was really self-conscious about appearing on there. He he, he said he he didn't, he was really nervous about watching it all the way through. It's like collection t-shirts. It's like Keith's MI6 actually got a a visual on the Yeah, they know where he is now, it's fine. (laughs) It's like Keith said, the camera adds like £10 to a human, (laughs) but it adds four extra tentacles to (laughs) a human. So he had to concentrate really hard on keeping his human form. Yeah, it was tricky for him. So, uh, but yeah, but it's... if, you, if you're not a subscriber to the 30k channel please do go and get on there because there's a whole range of stuff not only can, can you watch me being awesome um, or not as the case may be but um, it's, it's got loads of excellent content and David Brains is a solid guy interestingly enough if you were, we ought to get to you about getting some of you guys on there as well because um, I think a bit of a Phosphex party action on the 30k oh, channel. Well, 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 yeah. second grudge match we'll have, we'll have a four way gangbang it'd be amazing not, not literally oh no okay yeah, I don't know, but you know, we could talk, perhaps talk to David once we've got all. That'd be cool. Got the, yeah, yeah, be the thing is, you know what we could do? We could do the the Tartarus game one replay. Tarsus. Tarsus. <laughs> Sorry, Tom and all those Gino five <laughs> blokes. You're so on it, and oh. hobby on it. Tarsus. Yeah. So. Um, so just, I'd like to say a big thanks to David because David always makes it feel. Uh, is, is really good with people. Obviously, he gets a wide range of people go through there, and some people you can tell are a little bit awkward on camera, maybe. Well, how much? How much? Sorry to interrupt. How much is the, the subscription for that for Thirty K channel? Uh, it's about six dollars a month. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's through Vimeo as well. So I, I think I was initially a bit concerned because it looked like a, you know, a page where you just put like scamming like card a scam details, site. but it's all managed by Vimeo, so mm-hmm. it's secure and everything like that. So yeah, get yourself onto the 30k channel. It is uh, the30kchannel.com. Yeah, because I've got these little stickers. Yeah. Some of their older videos are on, on YouTube, aren't they? They are. Yeah. You can watch some of this older stuff on YouTube. Um, well, it slowly transitions over, doesn't it? It does, yeah. yeah. It eventually rolls out to it. But it's really high production values. Um, it's a great day. And if you ever get the opportunity to go on there, I'd heartily recommend it. So again, thank you again to Dave for mm. having me on, basically. He's a cool, cool guy. How's the game going away? Yeah. I can't tell you. Go and watch it. Oh, for fuck's sake, man. Jeez. It's just a highlight, at least. Oh, was it fun? It was awesome. Yeah. Well, hey, World Bear has died. White Scars died. <laughs> they hugged at the end. There you <laughs> yeah, go. At any point, did Alan put one of his jet bikes into something like the tree on the side of Endor? Um, no, because <laughs> the White Scars, they never take dangerous strain checks. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking dickheads. This is it. Uh, it was a really good game, though. And it, is, it was one of the... I often say, when I play Alistair, that um, Jihadi Ali, that is, uh, is that the best games we play are like pe- uh, really are pendulums, and I don't mean they play slam in the background. <laughs> but, you know, it's literally swing from side to side, um, and it, at any end of any one turn, either one of us. No, yeah, got no it. real idea. It was going to be clear winner. No, it was right, right up to the wire that the game went. Because so. he, because uh, I saw on the, because um, um, David put some um, like screen um, sure. uh, photos. Up and he had two of those. Uh, was it Venators or the Venators? Yeah. How did they work? Because I've picked sort of one myself. Well, are they as a tag team? Are they any good? Or well, I mean, they've got 
so the the premium anti tank, but it's, it's only I think it's two shots. But it's mm. ordnance, strength ten ordnance, AP one. So you get two direct two dice to put on. Oh, is it a template? Or is it just no? Like it's a, a straight just shot. A slug. Straight shot. Okay. Um, there's not much point putting anything else on it because it's an ordnance weapon. Okay. It is a fast tank, so you can move twelve inches and still fire. It. Really? Yeah. But the best bit of it is um, I can't remember what the rules called now. But it's if got... if you get a penetrating hit. You automatically shake it, even for vehicles that are immune to it. So like shot with some sort of, sort of yeah, oh, okay. some sort of shock capability. Yeah. As well. So it, mm. basically, if you normally super heavies ignore things like shaking, yeah, yeah. Um, but this one makes them take the shaking result. So you can shut down super heavy firing because most of them fire templates, and you can't if you, you can't snap, snap firing, fire a template, can't snap fire a template or a blast. That's so, quite cool. Yeah. So they're pretty good. Okay. Um, yeah. So like the first half of the game was a, a bit of a long range fire duel. Mm. I took an Arcus. What, sorry? what the fuck's an Arcus? It's a car and Arcus with a missile launcher on roof. Fucking Arqua. We were discussing this earlier about how um, we were just discussing before the podcast that stuff on other people's podcasts, we'll hear it, it will, it will stick in our head and then we'll just like repeat it to the point where like Will, who's not as into the heresy as we are, was like, how does a, how does a sicker and Arqua work? And I was just like... <laughs> What? what is that? Is it Arcus? And he genuinely didn't know it wasn't because obviously whenever we talk in the WhatsApp group, I call it an Arqua, and he genuinely didn't know it was an Arcus. <laughs> no. I felt a little bit bad. I was like, oh shit, I've, I've you, kind of you've promulgated a myth. I've perpetuated a meme. That's yeah, what it is. Yeah, that's what you've done. You've polluted people with your thinking. This will be the first time. That's completely true. There we are. So that's pretty much all my hobby progress. Cool. Cool. Good. Okay. So let's move on to the next section, shall we? So, uh, some conversion advice from Mr. Spencer. Yeah. So, um, after the first episode, you, you got a flurry of people asking you well, for some I, advice. It was you? actually, uh, I mean, the, the main one, we had, our first message that we actually received by the, uh, the, the, the page was from a uh, chap called Lucas. And uh, yeah, he was, straight away, I was like, what, can I uh, help him design or build him a, uh, a prey tool for his Dark Angels? Uh, so yeah, you know, obviously off the back of that first episode, uh, people obviously must have, Found it interesting what we'll talk about, or they were intrigued by how much you could spend on it. These <laughs> literally his first words were <laughs> "money is no object." I was like, "Okay, then this should be interesting." It's, that's pretty much how it's going to have to be. I'm afraid. <laughs> did, did, do you, but, did you just say what scale? Go for like a 54 mil version. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to need to buy Dawn because you need one part of his <laughs> left van brace. <laughs> you need his nipple clamp. <laughs> what it was is that he's got he's building his Dark Angels army and he's got an idea he had a build in terms of like what, what he'd armed kitted his Praetor out with yep. and he said oh yeah Will Joyce to just go for it I want something cool and I was like okay then let's figure it out and you know as it turns out I've, it's actually quite difficult to come up with some ideas for someone else because mm. in my head when I think of a character or a model I want to have in my army I've got a clear picture in my head of how it wants to be the problem I have is then trying to figure out how to recreate that as a model for myself okay yeah but once i've got the image in my head i can just crack on with it yeah but obviously when you know i don't know what he thinks is a cool model or what he's got in his mind as to what he's expecting so what i did was just do i mean it's like with, with a lot of conversions and this is goes for anything you go for it's just research mainly um so he originally wanted like to add in with two paragon blades and this and the other and I started trying to think of things, and he was like, can "Well, you, can you take two power blades? Yeah, you can two take two power. You Does that just give the plus one for two specialist weapons? Uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I never, I never know which way this goes because I've seen it played in a number of ways. Uh, I've seen it played where people take two specialist weapons, right? And if you've got two specialist weapons, you get the extra attack. 
So the classic one is Alpha Legion taking a power dagger because a power dagger is yeah. a specialist weapon. Five points, you get an extra attack, basically. Um, Word bearers have something similar with the tent- Tainted Blade they can mm. take. So you take a Power Fist and Tainted Blade. Yeah, because the Warsmiths run in Paragon Blade Power Fist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah which is, it seems to be this like the generic Praetor combo. And, yeah, that seems to be how I see a lot of people play it. I've also heard lots of people rail against that by saying, I uh, know. You have to have two. Ma- you have to match the, pair. the same like a pair of lightning claws. Yeah, so like a pair of lightning claws. Oh, okay. Two lo- two power fists, two paragon blades. I don't know. Um, I'm sure if I could be asked to dig through the rules and find it, there might be a clarification in there. But two two power fists is a is a night out on the town, isn't it? Really? Like, <laughs> who Jesus. are you fighting? It's like Popeye in the thirty first millennium. <laughs> <laughs> or He's had his power <laughs> Who? Exactly. Some blue twat. <laughs> Excuse me. Well, there we go. Wait, he's like 10,000 years after your guys. No, he's like, he's on the planet somewhere, like... Marnius Calgar? Yeah. No, he's not. No, no he's, not, he's, even, not. he's not, even a, <laughs> not even a DNA. He's <laughs> at this point, 10,000 years before he's, he's around, he's probably still a, a molecule in a star somewhere. <laughs> and that'll do for me. <laughs> he's, on a, he's a bit of a comet. Well, actually, <laughs> he's he's a a comet. thinking about it, I don't really care about 40k Smurfs. Which oh, is he should have just stopped after 40k and would have been re. No, no, <laughs> I only do because I only do 30k Smurfs, 40k Smurfs. I'm like, nah, whatever. It's all about Kato Sicarius in 40k. Who? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Spin, we derailed. No, yeah, that's right, no. yes. uh, so, yeah, basically, he it, 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 said, well, this is what I've got him armed with. Uh, he's meant to be uh, in my head. He's a Terran, so he's not. You know, he's not come from Caliban. He's a Terran, the Dark Angel. Okay. Uh, and so I said to him, the first thing he did was ask him a couple of questions. You know, join with the robes and stuff like this. And he's like, uh, does he like long showers on his own? <laughs> <laughs> Walks uh, by know, the beach. Has he, got, yeah. has he got like an idea of like a pose or anything like that? He's just, oh, you know, just try and you know, you don't go what you want. Uh, so it, it took me a couple of weeks because just you know time and. Well, the first thing I do is start researching. So I start looking at, you know, literally Google images, Praetors, can I start coming up with inspiration, what looks good, what works, what would fit with a Dark Angel's character. Uh, and in the end, what I came, what, you know, obviously don't, you know, didn't want to, you know, he's, even though he suggested, oh yeah, can you build it for me? It was like more, for me, it'd be something like, well, this is something better for you to build. Uh, when I first started looking into it, I was looking at basing it on the, um, uh, I've forgotten his name. Who's the Imperial Fist character who's a dickhead? Sigismund. There we go, Sigismund. I was going to start it on the Sigismund model. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that come what? from? Uh, what the hate? What? No, no, yeah, what? Sigismund's fucking awesome. Yeah. Sigismund, no. Like, no. This, I've got a, a long list of reasons why Sigismund the, is not on, awesome. Is that the guy with the sword and the board? No, no. no that's, um, there's no one with the sword and the board. Who's Alex, Alexis Pollux has got the power fist and the individual Sigismund's the guy who's like surfing on half of the ruined town. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the, the best swordsman in all of 30k apparently no I'm right no right. there we go no, 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 no save no, this for later no, no. okay I'm save not going to go into it save it for another episode yeah, yeah. that's what I mean uh, so yeah so uh, that's what my first thought was because you know the Sigismund body has got like a tabard on it so yep. Hannah has those links and I, I thought it's too off it's too easy it's too it's too Recognizable. That's one of the things I find with good conversions when I, you know, see other things. Now, you know, I'm, I'm as much as I've done my own conversions, I don't consider myself that great at them. I've, there's some people out there that do some amazing stuff, like the you know, green stuff in the Anvils of Kona or that Dreadnought he's done recently. Oh man, that Dreadnought's amazing. You know, and in, in what he's done with the uh, the, the 40k Death Guard models, it's, it's some, there's some amazing stuff out there. And that, but these are all what I find as inspiration for myself and they kind of help me with ideas. Uh, so, yeah, but, so, uh, but one of the things I always find for good conversions or good. 
creations is something that isn't easily always easily recognisable. You know, for example, I've seen some models where I've kind of gone, "Oh Christ, what are, what's that from?" And it's like, "Oh shit, it's 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 from that model," and didn't even realise because yeah. it's not been able to spot. Yeah, not been able to spot it. You know, but then that's because we're from the school of back in the day when we used to play name the part on conversions mm. from the GW range. Yeah. So like, you could show a model, I could go, yeah, that's from this, that's from this, and that's from this, and that's from this. Whereas, yeah, I get what you're saying with yeah. regards to obviously trying to make it so it's it's unique. But then, it's, but then from my perspective, it'd be one of those ones where as long as it looked sweet, I wouldn't give a toss. Well, but then to make you know it I mean? look sweet is like, you know, what do you take as the core yeah. of the model? Yeah. Uh, do you, and, I said, and what I said, you know, I started to come up with well, ideas. So you could take, what I do is, is find inspiration in terms of images and I go, that bit works really well. And I think if you take that bit and convert it with that bit, well, what, that what, creates a new, unique version of that. Well, which, which, what bits did you suggest of this chap then? You've, well, I'm, there was all sorts in the end. Um, so do you know, do you know I, what, I do you know what, specifics you know what, specifics. I'd rather leave it for him to, Oh, is, reveal he, is, it. It, is he going to reveal it? Is it? I, no, I don't. I'm not. Spo- I'm not spoken recently. Hang on. So. Lucas, you can reveal it if you send us photos. <laughs> we'll put it on the fossil. Yeah, I'd love to see the model. He can reveal the model. <laughs> I, would, I would like to see what he yes, comes up yeah. with because eventually, what I basically said, look, I've not got anything specific, but if I was to do it my way or you know, based on my own, because I said to him, one of the early things that I came up with was like, as much as I know what you're armed it with in terms of you've got him with two paragon blades, that doesn't feel very in my head like what a dark angel would be running with. I've always had this idea of a dark angel going around with a like a two-handed great sword as being the paragon blade. It's the knightly thing, isn't it? Whereas plenty, actually, plenty of knights dual wielded. Yeah. See, to me, a dual wielding thing is more like the gladiator thing, which is more uh, space what knights. I get, uh, Thanks for clarifying. I was going to say. That's not a real thing. <laughs> Man, Nobody seen, ever did that. I've seen that, that Knight's Tale like, oh, film. Oh, yeah, you're right, actually. That's yeah, correct. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's totally yeah. accurate. It totally is. Totally. 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 Like the Lost Legion as well, with Roman, with Roman legions on the edge of the, the Scottish borders, where it was like 13 guys and hold off the entire... Boats. I see. I, I generally avoid stuff like this because it just it's, makes it's me really angry. It's really good. Anyway, so wait, wait, wait. what I did was back I, I, reality. I said to him, so look, you know, I've got my idea of what, how I would do that kind of character for Dark Angels. So um, based on the fact that you want, didn't want him to have robes, I've gone, well, these are some examples I've seen. I'd take that part from that or mm. you know, I would use then this part or I'd maybe use a couple of these as the, your options for your head. And, you know, I've got a couple of ideas for what kind of sword you'd use and shoulder pads and stuff the other and he basically looked at everything and went that's fucking amazing and I was like okay great you know leave it to you to, to do what you want to do so whether he's done it or not I don't know but well the trick is you just put it in a bag and shake bing done. <laughs> <laughs> the Anton school of modeling <laughs> so like, what I did yeah. for, for Lucas I basically just went you know here's some options you know pick the bits that you like and he went no I love, I love the idea I love the concept I love the, the what, you've, what you've inspired me to do and that's what I'd rather do I'd rather kind of come up with something that it's my not necessarily my idea. It's his idea, but I want to kind of go. This is how I do it. So whether you want to go with the same what, thing. What you've effectively done there is hobby zen. So you're <laughs> you're sitting on top of your fucking mountain with your giant moustache, cross legged. Well, like the guy out of Kill Bill Two. Yeah, a bit like that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in really bad lip sync. <laughs> and then he, he, <laughs> he comes, so Lucas has climbed up this mountain. And he's fucked because he's knackered. It's quite steep. And you've gone, oh, Jesus, what am I going to do? And you go, you will do what is best for yourself. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> you've blown my mind. No. Just, to me, conversion is all about inspiration. Uh, and, you know, anyone can come up with, you can have your own, other, you, you, totally unique ideas, fantastic. For me, I generally go with what I've seen elsewhere. So the first thing I always do is 
right, I want to come up with a cool model for something. I go, right, and I type that into Google, that plus conversions, see what comes up. A lot of, because it's not something that other people have not done before. So, no, true. And what I generally do is see the bits I like. You know, for example, I might see a model in a particular pose and go, I like the pose. Now, how can I apply that pose to what I'm doing? What parts will I need to achieve that pose? For example, yeah. what do I need a specific type of legs if it's running? Do I need it if it's in a particular stance? Does it need a different type of legs? You know, what kind of style am I going for? Is he kind of heavily armored or is he going to be lightly armored? You know, all these sort of things is what I throw into it. And then it's like, well, okay, it's something as simple as a, it's a paragon blade. Is it just going to be a normal sword? It depends on the on the on the on the legion in this situation. Would the mm. you know a wardy probably isn't bothered about having a very fancy kind of you know axe or. Power weapon. It's just uh, just a brutal <coughs> killing weapon. Yeah, two like, two um, by four. Well, it's, it's, <laughs> like, it's like the, the, nail in it's the, like the weapon. That, what's it called? The cutter that Khan uses. Yes, which is basically like a meat cleaver. It is a yeah. cleaver. Yeah. yeah, it's shit though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but it looks. It looks. But in terms of, but, but then if you look at say you know the, uh, the Empress children, a paragon blade for them, or maybe blood angels, is going to be something a lot more extravagant, perhaps. Yes. So, so yes. all of a sudden it's like, well, what what would work for a, a sort of that status? I, that, see, I've that. just had this image in my head now. Have we all seen the Mystery Men? No. Yes. No. Yeah. <laughs> Spinning some sphinx. He says things like, "You do not convert the model. The model converts you." <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. So uh, I thought you were going to go for something to do with this bait guy. No, no, Mister Furious. Mister Furious. No. Yes. So, okay. Top tip: if you haven't seen the Mystery Men, Watch treat it. yourselves. The, 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 the Mystery Men. Yeah. What, what? It's just utter it, genius. It's basically not, a piss take out of. Superhero I'm not going to do a Ryan Kimmel okay. where he starts talking about Willow and take you through the entire. Film. <laughs> but Watch seriously, it. you'd like get, it. Get okay. yourself the. If you're out there, people, get yourself a copy of the Mystery Man. Watch it. You you will not be disappointed. As an example, Ant, one of the guy's superpowers is that he can turn invisible when people aren't looking at him. Oh, shit, I have seen this. <laughs> yeah, 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 basically, yeah. They're basically all shit superheroes. It it's, an, it's, an, it's set in a world where there are superheroes, but these are all people who are like, want to be superheroes and they're just a bit shit. One of them's really good at bowling. It's the bowler girl. Yeah, 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 the bowler yeah. girl. And then there's the yeah. shoveler. Yeah, the superpowers are shoveler. The shoveler. So anyway, we, but going, going, going back onto the conversion, talking about. Right, so power, yeah, I can um, see that Clinton is like, wait, I've, I've, I've triggered you've, you've something. Triggered you've triggered something. You've, you've got me going. My creative duties are in full flow. Well, that's what it's all about. And, and that's why I'm And I'm ready to squirt. <laughs> no. no. Um, <laughs> oh, you've been no. on that website talking, haven't you? That's the one. Um, <laughs> no, with, with you saying about obviously, like, you know, like a, a certain weapons will suit certain. Um, Legions, legions. Or, yeah. I was going about to say chapters, but legions uh, with regards to their their style, and I just can see like um, champions of world eaters armed with like Lucille's, just batting the shit out of people. Um, a baseball bat with barbed wire wrapped around. Yeah. It's a Walking Dead or, thing. Or the thirty okay. first millennium equivalent. Yeah, well, the thing is, you say that. Yeah, like so, like a two by four with a nail. Well, <laughs> a, piece, a piece of girder with a yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like a road sign that says stop. <laughs> yeah, you say that, but there's like there is room in it for an ultramarine to use like just a bit yeah. of rebar he finds on the floor, and like for example, my um, my warsmith has. The sword from the um, Vanguard kit because it has Imperialis written down the blade, yeah. mm -hmm. and it's like if he was he was elevated before the Heresy, so why would he discard a weapon that he's used for like the best part of like say a hundred years or whatever, just because it has Imperialis written down the side mm -hmm. of it? So you, what you're raising there is actually quite an interesting point for me for when it comes to conversions is about story and character. 
You know, conversion isn't always just about you know just giving a weapon swap. You know, that, so fucking zen spin. It, you know, to me, I, I like the idea of like, what's the character, what is his background. You know, has he is there a reason why he's got these kind of weapons or? Because there was a, there was a there was a, um, a picture of it on the the WhatsApp chat group thing um, where it was like a world eater with like a ball and chain and like a round shield. Like a boarding shield. That's yeah. a, he's one of the rampage squad, I think. And it's that, the yeah. hammer. And that, that would look great. It's like I've, it's, I've, it's it's stuff like that, but I've never kind of considered because for me, it's like if you say like you know world eaters, okay, yes, chain axe, bottle pistol. And that's pretty much it. But then to kind of throw in the old, the old bit of like super sexy, you know, it's yeah. like a bit super sexy, and you're just a bit like. Yeah, I was actually nice. that one. I know when you talk about one of the round shield, aren't you? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, there's yeah. actually I, I was trying to find for that because uh, that was for someone else who was asking about. Uh, he, he posted it was Joe posted up some artwork, hadn't mm. he? And uh, one I found, I couldn't find it at the time. Which is the, uh, on you know, so when you search for world eater conversion, it's not like the one that you're looking for is going to come back up. Uh, but it was actually based, the original one was based on Khan, where it got the you know a proper like a normal boarding shield yeah, like yeah. from a, a breaches with a set of chains. Now I don't know who's done it or whatever, but the paint job is absolutely mind blowing and the conversion is really nice. Mm. But it's based off the Khan model. Oh, the running pose basically. Uh, but he's not the way he's been modelled is not running. He looks like he's standing up on top of something. But well, that's... I tell you what, I tell you what, let's do this. So have you got an image, copy of the image? I can't find it. That's, oh, that's, okay. I, because I don't. I, it's not like you go. If I go for a, a Khan conversion in Google, it comes up with all the conversions that people do of Khan the betrayer. So, so effectively, what we're doing is tribute from Tenacious D. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it could be the greatest model in the world, but it's not this one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I if, I, if it comes up, I'll find it somewhere because I probably saved it somewhere. I just couldn't find it at that time. What Spin says about telling a story with your conversions? That's the, that's what you pretty much have to do when you're trying to build your own. Characters and stuff. Well, I think it. I think it comes out as the difference between a really good conversion and a kind of like an okay one. Yeah, yeah. I think for me, at well, least, like, does the character come across as something? You know, is it just a, a dude that's old, having got some special weapons, or is it that guy looks badass? You know, what what you know what makes him a badass? It's like I've caught flack from other Iron Warriors players for my command squad. Because my, my, my yeah, but that makes perfect sense. The whole the whole idea I've got behind it is the Heroes of Olympia type thing. So uh, I'm riffing heavily off like Greek mythology, but I've got a set of shields from Cromlech that have like the eagle and the lion head, and they look like the the kind of gladiator type shields. Yeah, I'm nodding here. Um, you can't see. <coughs> yeah, yeah. It doesn't really work on radio. And I've got sanguinary guard chests. Yeah. Uh, like I'm gonna arm one with a spear, one with an axe. They're just gonna be power weapons as far as the game's concerned. But one guy was like, "Oh, why? Why would they bother with all the ornamentation?" It's like, well, they're a command squad. They're like the best that that uh, grand company has, and they follow the warsmith around. Oh yeah, but no, the Iron Warriors wouldn't do it. Well, that's and an exception, like, isn't it? Yeah, it, uh, every legion would have had pomp and ceremony, regardless yeah. of like even Perturabo would have had the whole uh, like he, yeah, he's got his robots and stuff, but he would have had honor guard and things when he went to meet other Primarchs. You yeah. can't just wander into like the vengeful spirit with eight fucking fuckbots, just <laughs> like what up, bro. So, could, but. well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> Horace might not be very amused, but I think it's each to their own kind of thing. Like, if you think the Iron Warriors are just bland and don't do pomp, fine, but at the same time, well, I'm gonna have a couple yeah. of bits of like the Olympian Greek stuff in there because it, it's, it's your cool. hobby, dude. Do what you like, yeah. 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 That's what it well, That's essentially what it comes down to is yeah. like you know, it's about perception. So, traditionally, the Iron Warriors have been known to because there's elements in the story where. Say about uh, you know Petrov was not about ostentatious displays of de- you know whatever that was more his brother but as you say you know they, they've got a background of the, the Olympian kind of history sort of stuff you know who say that these honor guard aren't 
you know, as you say, they've got a particular purpose for that. But it's like you, it, the, the fluff says he doesn't do that. He doesn't do this. Mm-hmm. Yet in like in uh, Age of Exterminators, he spent years building that little tiny toy yeah. warhound as an ornament. So he can't one hundred percent be against like decoration and stuff. Otherwise, why would he do shit? I mean, that, that's kind of the point, though, isn't it? Is is that all of the characters? It'd be very easy to think of them as these monodimensional things that um, almost like monolithically unchanging in kind of attitudes. So, oh, I break I break citadels. Oh, I build citadels. Oh, I quite fancy paintings made out of shit. <laughs> whatever, whatever that is. But that's not that's not who they are, is it? That's the, that's not who they are. And actually, it, as part of the hobby, I think it's about exploring some of that complexity and nuance. And actually, giving taking advantage of the license it gives you mm. to do things like well, conversion. Talking, you, I mean, you've obviously uh, talked about your uh, your your honor guard mm. to me before, and what it, what I like is it's about opening your mind to. No, no, sorry, not restricting you to certain things. So, you've got, like you say you're using Blood Angel um, secondary guard chest because it's got that kind of style mm. to it. You know, don't think, don't close yourself off to just using certain models. Like, uh, for example, you, you you were looking at using Alpha Legion heads, weren't you? Because they they kind of got that yeah, yeah they kind of armored you know, Spartan type style helmets. I think that combination of stuff is going to look awesome, especially with the round shields. It's going to cost so much. But it will look awesome, <laughs> which is, the, at the end of the day, that's what's To called. be fair, parts websites, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. two kidneys if elated. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, that's what it comes down to when it comes to conversions. To be honest with you, I, 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 I know a little bit about the um, the Iron Warriors and all that kind of stuff, and how you just, just described your like command squad... Mm. I want to see that fucker done, man. Yeah, yeah. That's that's sounds, done it sounds, it sounds down to. For, for me, I can't wait to fucking kill it. It's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> what were your veteran squads? No, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just bring my mechanic out. Of, I'll dust them off. So I'll have fuck. fuck to be fair, this, like, yeah. this is the thing about Main Ant, though. You, you can't counter him not having an army. No. Of, there you go. Oh, this, this is this. The only hard counter to this is this. Yeah, Ant's probably got one. Then. <laughs> I can't wait for him to break out the Valhallans and just run some militia madness at me. Yeah. Well, you know what? I found them. You found them. I now. found them. Yeah, boy. All of them. About two hundred and something of them. I'll get in. Right, that's bought the house then. So yeah, yeah. I could literally pay off my fucking mortgage with that. <laughs> Dear Lord, just quickly like, though. Uh, well, yeah. Sorry, on this, you know, obviously Lucas was the first person that messaged yes, us yes, about this. But uh, so you know, hopefully he's happy with our ideas, and you know, definitely want uh, if he's listening, then definitely would like to see what he comes up. Yeah, with. Yeah, show us what you got, Lucas. But also, I mean, in the model, I mean, the model, Lucas. <laughs> For the no audience dick, of that no, model, no model. dick pics. I've, no uh, dick pics. But I've had, there's been other people that have messaged me privately, or you know, generally people local and about local conversion, people, about conversions. <laughs> just checking. Uh, you know, the, the, but it's more. You know, they were just like, oh, have you got any ideas for this? And I was like, well, this is how I'd do it. And they go, oh, screw it, I don't have thought about that. And it, sometimes it just takes a little bit of a push from someone else, yeah. or you know, having a chat with your mates. You know, we do this all the time in our WhatsApp groups. It's like, oh, what do you think of this? Or you know, have you got any ideas? You know, have you guys got any ideas for how I should do this? Mm-hmm. Or you know, I've done with like my warsmith, done a couple of. Test uh, fits for something, and you guys are going, that doesn't really work. I'm like, no, it doesn't. Yeah. And it, 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 and eventually you will come yeah. up with something. Sometimes it can be clicked straight well, away. Why, well, why don't you do a like open up a, a post on the Phosphex Party Facebook page? You too can join. Um, and basically just get ins- ideas for inspiration. So, like, you know, so like for either a chaplain or whatever, or even anything, just post a walk of yeah. your yeah, power or you know, like, you like, yeah. you know, because. I mean, uh, uh, Jihadi Ali, uh, mm-hmm. he's always joking with me about, because in, in our own little group with him, uh, whenever I join a group that he's part of, so for example, I joined, uh, I think it was the Questorus Knights group on Facebook page, 
and because he, he, he's already in the group, obviously oh, he can. Oh, as in as in the the knights, the, the, yeah. the big. So he because he, he's obviously in the group already, he can be have the option to approve yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. And what he does is screenshots that. I put a question around and go, "Why the hell are you joining this group?" And it's because I, I join a lot of groups, a lot of you know, for armies I don't collect because mm. just because they're not the army I collect, they they have inspiration in those groups for I'll, me to I'll, come up with. I'll give you a tip. The Venecron one's really boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look at that image I posted for you on that, you know, with the the floating uh, Caltech guy. Yeah, I didn't see that one because I've, sw I've switched off. Because basically, the Necron beta codex dropped beginning of last week, and the page just you went. Mean the leak, the leak. <laughs> of the entire codex. And, and, and the, basically, the page went fucking nuclear. It was great. It went from DEFCON. Five to DEFCON one within about thirty five seconds. I think the admins gave up on it in the end, and and it, I just switched off notifications because my phone was going off quite a lot in my pocket. It was nice, but it was, uh... <laughs> let me just shift that around a bit. Yeah. Yeah. The point there was that you know, even though I've got no no interest in Necrons mm. or anything like that, but yeah, I saw yeah. something that I thought was cool and yeah, go, yeah. you might like it. Like no, this. no, but this, but no, but this, this is it. It's like this. this I'm, I'm I'm a member of various different groups on Facebook, and, and some of them are great. Some of them are really really good. Um, and some of them are just a bit like, yeah, or drowning in salt. Yeah, yeah. I've not gone onto the Dark Angels one. I don't go onto the Dark Angels one. It's all, it's not so bad now. Yeah. When uh, at the weekender when we dropped the news because we were one of the first podcasts to get the news yeah, out. You got the exclusive. Oh yeah. baby. Uh, well, I mean, me, me and me and uh, uh, Dan were at that. It's... Well, you were sat in there and you were like live. Not just that, but we live WhatsApping me what's going we were on. Next to Jack, who was a is a Dark yeah, Angels so, player. So, so Jack Thompson, uh, Jack, we're gonna have to get you on for a Cockbridge challenge. We'll talk about that later. Um, I think playing with Bell Stars actually. We yeah, we did actually. Yeah. yeah, but um, yeah, Jack was there, and Jack is a uh, hardcore Death Guard. Oh, Death Guard? Death Guard. Oh! No. Whoa, what? Whoa, oh, shit. Yeah, it is. That's but what that's I was thinking about. Dark Angels. <laughs> dark Angels. <laughs> dark Angels. And it, it, all day you was going, oh, they're, they're going to they're gonna screw me over. They're going to screw me up. No, Jack, no, it'll be fine. It's going to be fine, Jack. Oh, Jack, they've screwed you over, man. It was literally, we're in it's the... It's game over. It's game over, man. We're in the forum, weren't we? And the, yeah. the question got... The, the, obviously, the forum was... I mean, you guys would have heard about this from all yeah. sorts of places, yeah. and we were posting on the day as well, but the forum came just before the talk about malevolence. Mm. So in the forum, that's when they announced or said... Oh yeah, it's going to have these guys in there, and it's like you can hear almost feel Jack next to Dan. I mean, I was sitting the other side of him, and it just like the, the, it was like the combination of just massive deflation and pure ball of rage at the same time yeah. coming together. He, cla he collapsed in into, onto himself into a singularity of pain and rage. I can, I can, I can totally feel. So for it's him like on that one, you, uh, you WhatsApp me the news, and I was like, oh, that's spicy. That's going on the page. So I put it up. And the very first share was into the Dark Angels page, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Vortex oh, grenade, this is happening." So I kind of, I kind of got all the notifications for the comments on our post, which were basically people like, "This is bullshit, I can't believe it." And then there was one White Scars guy, like, "Yeah, fucking yeah." <laughs> it was Alistair by chance. So it had to be Jihadi Ali. <laughs> like I followed the link into because obviously you get a, a notification that it's yeah. been shared into the group. I went into the Dark Angels group, and have you ever seen the the TV show Community? Mm. Uh, like. One of the guys goes to get pizza and he comes back and the room's on fire and people are fighting. <laughs> that was me. I kind of went into the page and one guy's in the corner like, I'm selling my shit. I'm going to set fire to me nan. And there's another guy going, I told you it was going to happen. I fucking told you. And there's just one admin post just going, please, guys, don't overreact. Like, it's bad news, but come on. Like, there's going to be good stuff at the event yeah. as well. And then, like, I was like, oh, I'm curious to see what, like, the White Scars and Blood Angels are doing. Went over to the Blood Angels page, and it was just, it's like fucking, 
Like Say Mardi Gras. Hello, break it was, time. It's Come like there's, there's people like, it's so good. I'm posting this model. I'm doing this. I've made this. It's going to be great when the rules come out. And I was just like, this is so cool that the people are really excited. But at the same time, it's Sodom and fucking Gomorrah in the Dark Angels page. There's pillars of salt yeah. everywhere. So put it into comparison, the Blood Angels and White Scars players were me. And the Dark Angels players with a pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, that's definitely a thing. Yeah. Right, so I, I think that's comes to We're a bit of a tangent. Bit of a tangent. Yeah. But anyway, if you're yeah, out there and you'd like some uh, the guru himself to inspire your uh, creative juices, you can get in touch with Spin via our direct message to the Looking Facebook. Incredulous group. over there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll introduce Will in a sec. And uh, or you can message us, uh, contact us on phosphexparty at gmail.com. Or um, post up what you've done. Post up what you've done. Yeah, send us your pics again dick of models. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody interested in your dick. Nobody. The first person that sends a dick pic for the attention of Dan or Ant. Or you, you or want Ant. it? Ant's just like, you going to get me yeah. some penis. This is don't, it. Pringle tube penis, please. Don't, sorted. Don't send me dick pics. For all you know, I could work for the Secret Services and I can have you arrested. Russian Secret Services. <laughs> I'm, I'm horrified. Pringles tube and it. <laughs> <laughs> we just got to skate over that. Dan, he's, he's a grower, not a shower. Podcast. Rescue the podcast. <laughs> right, so, move okay. on, move on, move on. So, we're about to drop into our next slot, which is going to be weapons free. But before we do, we want to introduce somebody who's going to be here for the rest of the podcast, and that's uh, Will. How do you say you said? We don't, let's don't need to know. Y- you really don't need to know. Okay, <laughs> that's cool, that's fine. So, Will. It's on a need to know basis. It's on a need to know basis. So, we'll be talking to Will later in our um, from the front news, and we're talking about his Raven Guard and something. Moderately exciting about um, Battlefleet Gothic as well. A little bit. A little bit about that. So we'll come back to the world, but Will will be joining us in from now, so feel free to shite, shout up if you want to. To, to shite, sorry. Yeah, shite up. <laughs> Shiter! <laughs> you we'll see, get... no one's going to get that joke because I don't sound German. No, exactly. Oh, we should have played the game of can you guess where he's from? Too late. It's too late, exactly. No, every, everybody who speaks English who's not from England sounds American. That's exactly what they always go with. Canadian. He sounds Canadian. Canadian. Yeah, he's actually got a Canada shirt. Like, <laughs> it's like pure it's coincidence. Like, you know. Yeah, I've got my no. Word Bearers T-shirt on again. Yeah, so um, we've got we've had three podcasts. I've, I've inadvertently been wearing a Word Bearers T-shirt in every single one. Is it the same one? No, it couldn't no, be no, the same no, one. No, no. That's a new one, isn't it? That you got from new one. I got this one from the Heresy Weekender. Um, interesting fact. Top tip, people: if you are less smaller than large, don't drive by in a T-shirt. <laughs> From Games Workshop. So I, I went there and I said, have you got... Uh, I spotted the new Wordbearer t-shirt. So I said to them, have you got that in medium? And the woman behind the counter looked like I'd just asked if um, I could have photos of her granny. <laughs> and, she, and she looked at me and said, we only do them in large and higher. <laughs> I was like, what? She said, I don't think we've got any mediums. So anyway, so she rooted around in the box. She found one and it was on the dummy. It was on the, on the, kind of the, the mannequin. So she fished it off that... And I, it would appear I've got the only medium version of this T-shirt. <laughs> it's a, it's a display model. Do you know what that says about gamers, though? <laughs> Draw with your fat, own conclusions. With fat bastards. It's as simple to, as that. To be honest, it was a, having wandered around the Horus Heresy weekend. There, it was a smart move. There weren't a lot of slim people wandering around. No. No. It does amaze me, though, that the tables are so close in GWHQ. How how you can actually how you can actually get down. There's up. there's no uh, yeah a grand tournament at. at Warhammer HQ is a, effectively a butt fondling fest. To be honest with you, I'm not a small bloke, you know, by any means. That's why you don't call you Big Ant because you're tiny. Exactly. It's not ironic. And it's and it's one of those ones where it, it 
I break into cold sweats as I'm walking past the edge of a table and you got some model on the edge that's like worth like, yeah. worth more than my fucking car and I don't want to knock it off with my ass or my, my rucksack or my elbow or whatever and it's just yeah it scares the shit out of me you always have like perspex bits of glass all the way down yeah. and alternatively when we went there for Kurt's birthday and it was the the Hobbit Grand Tournament yeah. oh yeah I had that moment of if, if I run directly down the middle and just fuck all these hobbits onto the floor oh, run alright move <laughs> uh, move at slightly brisk walk brisk walk with it speed like, and urgency. Oh. Yeah, that's... Yeah. 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 But uh, that's why when I go to an event, I, I drop the organiser a message. It's like, hey, by the way, I'm disabled. Like, if you don't cater for my needs, it's discrimination. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you like them apples, motherfucker? <laughs> no, to be fair, Gino, when I let the Gino guys Oh, they were back on. They straight away were, they were like, cool, we'll make sure you're downstairs. We won't make you go up down up downstairs all the time. No worries. Thanks for letting us know. Like, you're a fire risk, you fucking muck. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm pretty sure. You do look fairly that, flammable. we all end up staying downstairs, didn't we, for the entire day? Quite possibly. Yeah. Well, we're all his carers, effectively. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. Like, you have two jobs. Make sure I'm not on the floor. Or I'm like not on fire. Yeah, they're like they are the two things that I tend to do quite often. There was there was a minor. No, there wasn't any fire risk. I don't think was there. No, but it was not there. with Tom. No, <laughs> that's his job. There was Speech. a minor in the hall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, where were we going with that? So weapons free. Yeah, yeah. Weapons so we started yes. that properly. Yeah, we yeah, so we, no. we introduced Will. So there's Will. Completely off track. Yeah. Well, it's just because Will wants to argue with me about Primarchs. Oh. I tell you what, shall we start off with that? Yeah, let's Go do on. it. Is there any, what are we meant to be discussing? So, okay, so the weapons free for today is tentatively entitled 31st Millennium Sorting Hat. Oh, yes. We'll oh, yeah, Ro- yeah. We're going to let Ross explain that in a second, what we were talking about. But, um, yeah, so you had, you took issue, didn't you, Will, with uh, some of the stuff that Ross was saying last week, uh, yeah. last podcast? Yeah, yeah, deep, deep issues. So just summarise what you the flaw in the argument as you see it. So Ross, uh, at the, pretty much the close of the last episode, I think he um, he mentioned that the loyalists or the loyalist primarchs had uh, just as many psychopaths and sociopaths as the traitors. And I mean, anyone who's read any of the books would realise that that's totally. Totally it's flawed. <laughs> it is. Oh, it's, it's, it may be slightly flawed because you've already pointed out why it is, and I completely agree with you. <laughs> yeah. But like, if you if you think about each of the different loyalist primarchs and how utterly broken they are, like it works. How is Vulcan broken? Vulcan, right? That's the thing. You you dropped this on me the other day, and you were like, Vulcan. He is the most reasonable man in the first is, millennium. It's like I completely forgotten he existed, and my <laughs> argument was like, Russ is Russ is is just. Like a head case, Dawn has so many daddy issues that like he just came straight back to terror when it's like, and out of nowhere, Will's like, Vulcan, GG, and I was like, oh fuck, he does. <laughs> Vulcan is such a nice guy that he wrecks my entire argument. It, it, maybe it's the exception that proves the rule. The thing is, as well, it's like I, after you had that discussion with me, and I was like, "Well, if we generalise past just the Primarchs, then I still think I'm winning, kind of, because there's a lot of no, like no like head see- cases." Okay, so let's go through the list. So you do? Do you want to do the? Do you want to do the heretics, or do you want to do the loyalists? Well, we're gonna like if we're when let's, we're talking let's, about let's loyalists. Primarch off, yeah. What? Who you thinks? Yeah. So, not so a dick. you start with one, and then Will comes back with one. Backwards and forwards, like a game of Malik's Malik's. <laughs> or it could be like 
Primark top trumps. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we totally Who's more this messed thing. up than? Yeah. Yeah, so go on, man. Go for it. Go. Well, who do we start with? Who you choose. Well, you pick a loyalist, yeah. and yeah, I you pick, pick a loyalist. Someone pick a loyalist. Who's, um, who's more messed up? Well, let's, let's, get, the, let's get at the ground floor and be like, Vulcan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm trying to find someone who's worse in the traitors? Yeah, I mean, so all of them. All yeah. some, no, actually, <laughs> in, this, in this scenario... <laughs> did, did, did I just win? Again, in, this, in this scenario, you'd, yeah, have you to, you'd have to find somebody who's better, who's a better person in the traitors than Vulcan. Yeah. Uh, Alpharius and Omegron. They're good guys. Spoiler good alert. Guys. One of them is alive. Oh, oh, yeah. All right. Well, they we did—they did what they did because they're trying to save the human race. No, but they're, no, 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 no. Ah, well, no, they're not. They're trying to destroy chaos. Yeah. So they're making the big sacrifice play. <laughs> Everybody. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Though we we do have to examine what they sort of looked like after Horus fails, and are they still like good guys? Well, based on the information that you've just pointed out in the spoiler alert, um, I'm wondering whether that that action alone is what's changing them, and we don't know what's happened to them since then because they've not been talked about, not been in any stories. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, I'm with Ant here because I'm sure Ant's sitting there. I'm going, what the fuck? What they're talking about? Right. I'm, you don't you don't need to explain it. It's fine. We'll just ride this one. We'll ride this <laughs> no, but my point is, is that, you know, up until that point, uh, yeah, fuck, I think Ross is on point there. You know, they had good intentions for all that. But I think that action that we talked about, that we're you know, trying to skip around without spoiling too much, I think that's what's maybe changed right. the direction of where so the Alpha Legion go. Originally, this was going to be called Alpharius, bear with me, right? So <laughs> I've got this theory that of the two of them, Alpharius and Omegron, Alpharius was in it for the right reasons. Because if you look at all of his reputa- representations in the fluff up until Praetorian of Dawn, he's always erring on the side of we have to do the right thing. We have to do the wrong thing for the right reason. But then you look at like Omegron in Deliverance Lost, in the shorts that he turns up in. He's just there dicking over the good guys and he enjoys it. So now, spoiler alert, after because Dawn's killed Alpharius in Praetorian of Dawn. You were warned. I've read it. Um, there's only Omegron left. And if it follows through my theory that Omegron is the baddie of the two, that explains why the Alpha Legion went where they went. Because if you, if you look at some of the interactions between Alpharius and Omegron, it's always Alpharius going like, we need to do this. Not like, we don't need to commit genocide on that scale over there. We just need to destroy this one world to complete the objective kind of thing. We don't need to go completely word bearers. Yeah. yeah. But obviously Alpharius is gone. And my personal feeling on the way Alpharius went was... Because he tells Dawn he will give Dawn his victory. Like, this is your victory. So I personally think that it's a cop-out. Alpharius can't see through what he started because he's not committed to Horace's rebellion. He's not committed to the ideal that the Emperor is a bad guy. So he goes to face Dawn and basically goes... Uh, it's, it's like it's the Obi-Wan play. He's like... Go on, like, kill me. Strike me down. Yeah, because he's like, Dawn, this is your victory. Take it, because it might be the only fucking victory you get, because Perturabo's coming and your castle's shit. Like, personally, that's my feeling on it. It's a very good point, because um, I'd honestly say that the Alpha Legion are, like, in a grey area between traitors and loyalists. Yeah. I mean, if anything, they, they open fire on Imperial troops first. 
before anyone. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, that, before yeah. Horus fell. And, yeah, that, that points to them being traitors, or, or the arch-traitors, in a sense. But then they kind of exist outside of it, because they have their own goals. And really, in the books, they're almost the, the worst, like, nightmare of the traitors, in a lot of cases. Yeah, yeah. There's no yeah. what they're doing. Exactly. Uh, the weapon you can't control. Um, so... Have uh, you basically done it with a one punch? <laughs> it's, 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 I don't know. The punch is I, I, I kind have... of opened myself up to I can't actually beat his argument that Vulcan means the the loyalists are goodies. Yeah. Because I can I can talk about how Russ is unhinged. I can talk about how Dawn has daddy issues. Is he that doesn't make him a bad person, though. No, no. I was talking about that. There's well, I said psychopaths and, and Whoa, holy I'm, shit, yeah. ants on the we way have, to the floor. We have, a, we have a chair malfunction. A chair malfunction. Are you right? <laughs> okay then. Sweet merciful Jesus. I think you ought to lay off. Yeah, when we're the talking M&Ms. about big ant. Yep, he's a big ant. Hang on. Let me just do some on-the-job repairs here. <laughs> do you need the other chair that's over there? We'll be back in a minute. <laughs> We're back in the room. <laughs> Everybody's dead. We're all right. We're Vulcan is alive again. Vulcan is alive. So, so is Ant's chair. Ant's chair is once again alive. Yeah. So I can't argue with the fact that Vulcan defeats my argument because he is such a paragon of a nice guy. And I can argue as much as you want that Russ and Dawn and Gilliman and everyone has like the issues that make them essentially just as bad as the traitors. But yeah, Dawn beats me. No, not Dawn. Uh, Vul- Vulcan. Dawn does beat you. Yeah. <laughs> Always. Beats you like he owes you money. No. Fucking you. <laughs> Technically, he doesn't. Oh, look, no. the Iron Warriors are piping up. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. That's yeah, one yeah, of the yeah. maybe. Cool. No. Well, thanks for that, Will. That, I think that's, <laughs> that's uh, clarified uh, something that I'm, I'm thinking. I'm, I'm quite taken by that. That uh, I'm actually on the good guy's side. That's cool. I didn't expect to uh, to win so hard. Well, the thing is, like, you you broached this argument to me previous to now, so I've had time to think about it. You've had come time. Uh, you've had some time to, to come to terms with <laughs> oh, your yeah, loss. No, <laughs> basically, <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I spent a, f- a, a good time thinking to myself, right? Like, how do I counter the the Vulcan gambit? And I just can't. There's nothing I've got that can point to Vulcan apart from when he goes batshit mad on. McCrag, but well, that's not really his fault. Multiple times, I might do something. Like well, that. that's it. Like Conrad Kurz did his did a thing, put his claw I inside mean, him. The thing is, Conrad Kurz tried, and then didn't even end up doing anywhere near as much as just putting him out into space and letting him fall to McCrag like a fucking meteor. That's gonna suck, though. Well, like, that's what really sort of made yeah, him a little bit feral. Definitely, but that's my point. That the only time I can even come close to saying Vulcan isn't. Like the shining light. Exactly. Is. On the crack. It was a shining light, though, Unlike Conrad Kerr's, who's the whining shite. I think the point there is that <laughs> even after Excellent. all what Conrad did to him, I mean, oh, he put him through all sorts. I mean, this has been discussed elsewhere on other podcasts, but the, the, the fact that Conrad put him through the numerous tortures to the, to, to the point where he dies, including like, put him in a situation where. I think one of the most, to me, one of the most brutal ones is where he has Vulcan holding onto these weights, like massive, massive weights, and then has Vulc- um, uh, salamanders underneath these weights. And basically, Vulcan's got to hold these weights as long as he can do, or he'll kill his own, well, essentially his own sons. Mm. And it stretches him to the point where he, he can't not, like, you can't hold on to forever. 
and he ends up killing his own sons. I mean, that's going to break someone mentally completely. And yet, yeah. even after all that, you know, falling out of the damn sky as a meteor, crashing into a planet, coming out a bit feral, he still comes out as being one of the, you know, still the, the paragon of, of, of being a good, of the genuine, you know, good guy. Right, so, uh, <clears throat> literary reference for you, I think what we're saying is, is Vulcan is essentially Aslan. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the Shit. Emperor's... Like, no, fuck that. No. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit about Big that. Big E. No. Big E. No. There's it, no sacrifice. That's the point. See, Vul- I mean, okay, so Vulcan's an eternal, so he can't actually die. But it, it, actually, I don't think he realises that until he's died after the time. Because the very first time he dies is on Istvan. Yeah. Because he gets hit by... Um, he gets shot with a volcano cannon from, yeah, 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 so from a Titan. One of the, one of, no, it's a super heavy that hits him. Yeah. yeah, okay. And everyone else describes Vulcan just vanished in a flash of light. And all the Marines are like, yeah, you got hit by a volcano cannon or a turbo laser or whatever. <laughs> Shit will happen like that. And there's, a, there's a bit in one of the first early books after Istvan where a Marine actually says, Vulcan's dead. Nothing survives that. Like, it's a Titan-killing weapon. He's fucking dead. Get over it. Except Magnus. <laughs> uh, Magnus isn't... When does Magnus survive getting hit by a Titan weapon? He, get, he gets shot by a Phantom Titan. Yes, he does, isn't he? I remember and that. he's just like, I have a force field. When the fuck does that happen? Yeah, it's in... Um, yeah. The, the one book that Ant's read. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's these ancient statues, which yeah. are basically, from the description, Phantom Titans, and, and they, they were, come to life. Yeah, and they were kind of infected by that black... Black sludge stuff. or something. Oh, yes, yeah. yeah. Okay, but he's different. But I think, no, actually, uh, I probably don't remember this totally right, but I think the force field was thrown up by one of his sons. Yeah. yeah. So maybe Magnus wouldn't actually survive. But like, yeah, Vulcan... Vulcan's not a psyker anyway, so he didn't. He doesn't have any of. He doesn't have the magic bag of tricks that, Vulcan, that Magnus has. Yeah, he would have felt all of those megawatts of turbo laser. Oh man, that would have sucked so bad. But yeah, like so, I think it's one of the Iron Hands that basically. It's in one of the books where the Shattered Legion's in it, and one of the Iron Hands is like, "Your dad's dead too." Like, don't pity me because Ferris is dead. And then like, loads of time passes, and it's this big secret, and everyone's like, "Oh shit, what actually happened to Vulcan? Are we ever going to find out?" And then Nick Kimes like. Vulcan lives is the title of my next book. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, that's a bit on the head. Gave the game like, away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a bit like Snakes on a Plane, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, this is the working title. No, 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 just fucking use that. I can't be arsed thinking of another one. But yeah, I think, yeah, like, he dies for the first time in Estevan, and then Conrad's like, this is interesting, I'm going to play with it. And then it's... Well, on McCrag, when he gets shanked with the Fulgurite, that he like, takes a long dirt nap. Which, is, which was meant to kill him. Spoiler yes. alert, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't put him down, yeah. And I haven't read Old Earth yet, so I don't know no, what happens far, after yeah. that. Yeah. But so you get, they throw him into Mount... Uh, not Mount Doom. It's about Doom fire, isn't it? Mount yeah. Doom. Yeah. 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 He's effectively Homer Simpson in that episode where he f- figures out his brain's so small, he's got all, he's got all that yeah. cushioning yeah. around it and nobody can knock him out. <laughs> but the thing is, right, so I agree with Will. Okay. If, if for example, we were perpetual and... Like, my brother killed me in millions of different ways. I got shot by a fucking, like, titan-killing zap gun. Um, I fell in, like, from orbit to the Earth. My legions destroyed everyone's traitors. I'm not going to be a nice guy after that. I know I can't die, so now it's a suicide run to kill all of my dickhead siblings. Except he doesn't do that. He When he wakes up again... Presumably, like, I don't know how Old Earth goes, but from books I've read further down the line, like uh, one of the books in the Beast Rise series that has Vulcan in it, 
he's very much like there's still a lot of hope for humanity. There's still good guys. We can still be good guys. Well, in that, he's pretty much fighting on his own yeah, to, yeah. to save the humanity, isn't he? And it's like, at what point do you stop being like the goody and end up so tortured and fucked up that you become Conrad Kurtz? Well, the implication is that you would, that people would. There's a point at which people would always change, but that's not necessarily the case, is it? You can put two people in exactly the same situation and two completely different results. The kind of thing that turns one one abused child into a child a child abuser, yeah, yeah. and another one into somebody who goes out and tries to catch child, child abuse. What I mean is, like, with Volcano's every does everything with the best of intentions, kind of thing. Mm. Whereas, like, he never once takes the viewpoint of, well, they can't kill me, but I can kill them. So off we go. In, in all honesty, he sounds really fucking cool. Vulcan is. He's a really I'm cool I'm not character. painting that shitty acid green. Get that. No, get no, fucked. I'm, I'm thinking Legion number four. Oh, here Knock we yourself go. Out. It's, a, it's an Anton Legion. You won't like it, though, because they're really slow. Slow? Well, that's perfect for me. No. <laughs> not not slow like that. Slow as in not quick. <laughs> anyway, sure, have we buried that one? <laughs> I, Until I he can, comes back I to life. I officially concede defeat. Because Vulcan destroys my argument. That's listeners one podcast nil. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have one thing to just you know put some more dirt on the grave, which oh. is oh, don't rub it in. Oh, well, Jesus. I mean, he's on a high now. The perfect counterpoint is is Kurz in that scenario, right? But because he tortures and kills Vulcan so many times to break him, totally knowing that he won't break him, because he sees everything uh. that happens. <laughs> Yes and no. Kurz can't control his visions. So he has he gets visions of the future that no, he that, knows are gonna happen. That's sanguineous. Kurz knows like pretty much everything that's going to happen. No, he knows. No, sang, sang, Sanguineous gets visions of the future that he can change. Kurz gets ones that are he he has pure future sight, so he sees what's gonna happen. Yeah. But he can't control it. So he can't be like he knows the Emperor's gonna have him killed. He it's hinted at he knows that Horace is gonna fall. Um and like it's heavily hinted at that when he fights he can see his opponent's blows coming before they land. It's con there's conjecture as to yeah, he might be able to see the fact that he could never kill Vulcan, but he's he like, he's sick, he'll do it for fun. Exactly. <sighs> okay. Let's move on then and we'll go to um first millennium sorting hat. So Ross, yes. Tell us what you mean by first right, so sorting hat. One of um, oh, who was it? It was one of our listeners. Is it Keith? No, it's Simon. Simon, I put a thing up saying, "Tell me what part of the fluff you want us to talk about." So he he put a thing up saying, um, very much in the same vein as scars. If you're a Terran legionnaire or a new inductee to the legion from a planet that isn't the homeworld of the legion. How do you deal with the culture shock of joining one of these legions that have their own inbuilt cultures, their own um, methods of doing things? You know, because it, it's completely different to everything else. They have their own memes. They do have their own memes. So we we decided we were going to do the sorting hat. Yeah. So if we were put into a legion, God forbid, which, Emperor forbid, <laughs> Emperor forbid, what what legion would you least like to join and why? Okay. So who's going to kick us off with this one then? Not me. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want me to start then? Yeah, yeah, go for Based it. Based on what knowledge? 
Well, what we, we you can't based on the knowledge that, that we, we have, have now. So we know as we of what we as yeah, 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 yeah. know based yeah. on okay, yeah. So um so to turn it on his head for a second, like if I was going to be inducted to any legion at all, my personal choice would be Thousand Sons. There's two reasons for that. One, mind bullets are cool. Yep. But two, uh, they I think they suit my academic mindset. I'd quite no. have them. Yeah, I'd quite True have word bearers. <laughs> word bearers. Word bearers. <laughs> uh, they're, they're too. They're, they're too inflexible. I don't think uh, word bearers don't think properly. They're, they're, they're quite. Um, Narrow-minded. Yeah, linear. they've got one track minds, yeah. very linear on the rails. Uh, or fanatical. Uh, faith, yeah, faith's not my thing. <laughs> Let's, we'll not go into Sorry, that. Yeah, faith's not my thing, but um, education is, and the thought of pushing the boundaries of knowledge that would really get me excited. So, ruling out the fact that in this in this uh, scenario, there's no way I'm getting into the thousand sons because I've got to go to where I, I like the least. I think it would probably have to be Death Guard because it's just so bleak. It is, isn't it? It's, I mean, it is. It doesn't get much bleaker than that. Um, I think I've, I've read somewhere in the fluff that, you know, for what they do for the standard legionaries, they basically give them power arm and a bolt gun and point them at the enemy and say, off you go. And they're kind of almost a kind of a, a natural winnowing of, yeah. of the weak, if you like. It feels more extreme than Iron Warriors in many ways to me. Yeah, yeah. In, I mean, uh, in Flight of the Eisenstein, Garrow yeah. talks to a failed Asprian who yeah. survived the trials. Yeah, it's because it's like that. It's like the. Uh, what's the word? Like he's the armory yeah, yeah. yeah, and it's like he mentions to the armory serf how rare he is because he failed the trials but didn't die. Mm. And then he talks about how, um, like, Mortarion just ships all of the prospective legionnaires to uh, Barbarus and makes them do the trials in the toxic fog. So you're just like some happy-go-lucky Terran nine-year-old. Yeah. And you get you get put on a troop ship. It's like, don't worry, you're going to go and join one of the legions. You're going to fight beside the Emperor. And it's like, oh, fuck yeah, this is sick. You drop out of the warp and it's like, where are we? And this this, this custodian's just like, that's barbarous. Choke me, daddy. <laughs> oh, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like, that's barbarous. It's not great. And then you make Planetfall and the air like is toxic yeah. and you have to crawl through like marshes of razor, like thorns and stuff. And you get to the end, this apothecary scans you and goes, nope. <laughs> and you yeah. just get a fucking left to die on barbarous. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's not me. Uh, it's ironic since it was, it was the first real legion I collected, but it's not how... Um, I don't think anybody would enjoy fighting like that, but it's it's not it's not for me. It's the same reason I wouldn't have wanted to be in the uh, Soviet army during the Second World War. <laughs> yeah, in the sense, of, you know, you are you are the expendable materiel. Yeah. You yeah. know, you are the thing. We've got we haven't got enough guns. We've got plenty of people, so we're going to keep throwing people at the problem until it goes away. Um, so for me, that that is my worst case scenario. Um, you know, like I can't, I don't, I don't like to imagine a world where I'm so trivial. Basically, maybe I've got this, maybe a bit an ego thing, but I can't. You know, no, I don't think anyone does. It is, it's the the Death Guard are very much like we have a resource, and that resource is manpower. Yeah, yeah. And to a certain extent, the Iron Warriors do it as well. But the Iron Warriors are more about we have a task to complete. Mm go and complete it regardless of losses whereas um, like Mortarion will be like um, just keep feeding stuff to them until we run out of marines or they run out of ammunition <laughs> yeah. and it's just like it's so grim it's because um, uh, reading around some of the fluff it, quite clearly Mortarion in, in the run up to the uh, heresy is trying to build 
one of the largest legions, but he never seems to be able to manage it. And then you've got the, some of the campaigns where the, nearly the entire legion gets wiped out. What's it called? Is it the Rangan genocide? That, that's before most of the Primarchs are found. Oh, ah, yeah. yes. And that's the rumour behind one of the missing legions that right. was destroyed during the, the Rangan genocide. But there's a, there are a couple of occasions in the run-up to, yeah. to the heresy where you know the Death Guard numbers drop through the floor because they're this I attritional flat. Is it the Death Guard that go into the Ghoul Stars? Yeah, I yeah. think so. And they, they, they're like fighting Xenos there. Yeah. And it's similar to similar situation to the Iron Warriors and the Harud. It's yeah. just like there's no actual reason for you to fight this Xenos race. They're not actively hostilely invading the Imperium. It's just you're a stubborn bastard. Mm. And Mortarion kind of just goes, nope, we're going to kill all these things. Is it the Lycromol? Yeah. Or something? I can't something remember like what it is. But yeah, he kind of just throws his legion at it and they all nearly get killed. Yeah. I mean, the only thing worse than being inducted into the Death Guard, I think, was being inducted into the Destroyer Corps in the Death Guard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hey, hold this. I'd really rather not. No, it's, no, sorry, it'll be fine. You just got to get close enough to chuck it at that bloke. I don't really want to carry this. Why? Why are my eyes glowing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Death Guard, not for me. Not for me. What about you, Spin? Have you decided on one yet, or do you want someone else to go? I'm struggling with one that, because I'm trying to think. Of, I'm assuming we're talking about pre-heresy here, so the before the fall of everything. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, so. I think I'm struggling with one that well not that isn't Death Guard for that reason, and if anything, maybe I worries purely because they were seen as numbers thrown forward, you know, just sent into the worst situations. Yeah, you're getting fed into um, the algebra. The thing is as well, though, like if I was in the Iron Warriors, I'd just be that one guy at the back with a placard that's like, hashtag decimate me daddy. <laughs> yeah. on it. You'd be Chainsaw Jeff. If I was, I was, yes. if I was being you know, thinking about if I was, like, say, a nine-year-old child that's just been told, you're going to go to this Legion, and I knew what I knew about that Legion, maybe the Iron Hands. Because of their idea of like losing limbs and stuff oh, like that. Oh, the flesh so, is weak. Yeah, that sort of... If, if I've been grown up on terror, in ta- on, you know, on Earth and on Terra, living the life I've lived up until that point, and all of a sudden I get told, oh, by the way, you're going to go off to this Legion, and they're probably going to cut your arm off. Medusa and, is a red-hot shithole as well. Yeah, it's, you know, it's... Like, it's just a desert full of Necron it's, it's, death. It's technically Death World, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's so, a, to- it's a tomb there, world. Apart from Magnus, are there any of the Primarchs that are not raised on a Death World? Uh, well, Gulliman. Oh yeah, oh, Gilliman, the um, I mean, L- uh, isn't raised on a death, death world. No, Cthonia's not a death world. Actually, Cthonia is a hive world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. Fair so, but yeah, based on based on my knowledge, and if I was in that situation, and purely on the the concept of, well, what I'm just going to chop my limbs off of just because, <laughs> you know, that seems like as a nine year old at the time, I'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Peer <What>? pressure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Trust um, me, you're going to dig that hand when puberty kicks in. <laughs> yeah, oh, God. Don't that's, rip that's, your dick that's, off. That's a cool one, really, <laughs> because, you know, I obviously know about where legions are going to go. Yeah. You know, if I had that foreknowledge, then you'd be like, I don't really want to be in the Death Guard or the Empress Children. You so, know, not really feeling those. On the flip side of that, so obviously I, I, I completely turned it on its head as soon as we started by saying, actually, induct me into the thousands right. and do it now. Of those, I think the Alpha Legion. You sneaky bastard. Yeah, I don't know. This, uh, uh, it's, it's a spec ops thing. It's, it's a whole... Their concept of dealing with situations and... I don't know. I'm a big fan of the Alpha Legion. I never, you know, you never got into like, the, the arm building. Uh, not yet, anyway. Not yet, no. Uh, but <laughs> I know, as a, because they weren't all about being ostentatious and you know they, they, they did things in a totally different way. And I don't know. There's something about that I quite like. Um but yeah, it's more the spec ops concept of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are the, they are specialist troops. They you know they don't go in there. I mean, they've got access to all the things all the legions have got. 
they just don't apply it in the same way. And I think it, it'd be the Byzantine st- Byzantine thinking and planning. I'd lose track. Off and go. Hang on a minute. Who are you again? <laughs> <laughs> Who are we supposed to kill? Are we actually supposed to kill them? Or just make them think that we're supposed to kill them. I can't remember. I've lost track. But yeah, no, I think I think it's probably to do with the whole puzzle solving thing. You know, to me, uh, yeah, because yeah, you know I've talked about this with arm building. Mm. I like the puzzle to solve, and that essentially is what Alpha Legion do. They have a problem. They, they they take a problem and solve it, but in a way that makes everyone else go, "Who the fuck was that?" That was attacking. <laughs> yeah, but that's what the Alpha Legion command does. If you're just a line grunt, then you don't. What dog did the like, don't, so, right. don't put a glass ceiling no, in no. to spin. Right, for example, right here we go. This, the, I'm a nine-year-old. I know what I know. Well, I'm not a nine-year-old. I'm a thirty-one-year-old. <laughs> But I don't want to join the Alpha Legion. Fuck that. That's the one Legion I don't want to join. Because... So are they your Legion? Yeah, you that's do it. not want to do them. I get shipped off to the Alpha Legion as a nine-year-old child or whatever. I get there. And the first thing they do is they're like, you no longer have a name. You no longer have any identifi- identifying, like, you have a number. Step into this hypno-indoctrination machine. And then you get all the Legion information into your head. You get told repeatedly on a loop that you are Alpharius, you then have your gene seed implanted, and if you don't grow to resemble the Primarch, they then surgically make you look like the Primarch, you completely lose any idea of your identity beyond I am Alpharius. And then if you're put in a situation where you have to interact with another legion or another imperial organisation where you need a name, they issue you with a name. It's like, this is your cover identity for this mission. But you're always Alpharius, regardless of what happened. And then you can have the librarians can turn up at any point and just go, boop. And you are fucking actually Alpharius. The rest of the Legion treats you like the Primarch. You wear the Primarch's armour. Oh, is that a bad thing? Because <laughs> you're not you. You're no, just you like, do the Primarch straight all of a sudden. But no, you're just like a little cog in someone else's big plan. Yeah. Like, there's a big Machiavellian overlord just making all the puppets dance, and you're one of the little puppets, and at any moment, you're Welcome just going to get... Welcome to the 21st century, people. <laughs> 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 at any moment, you're just going to get given a bolt pistol, and you're going to be told, right, go and kill that Son of, Hor- like that Son of Horus over there. And by the way, make it look like the... Uh, the Ultramarines did it. It's kind of... I get what you're saying. It's kind of like the Manchurian candidate kind of thing. Like the programming... 47... Train Apple. car, yeah, yeah. Apple, <laughs> execute, if velocity. Another, I swear to God, if another Russian dies after this, <laughs> no, it's nothing to do with me. I, I, do, I mean, this is a, probably more to do with you know. If you think about my roleplay characters that I have ever do, yeah, they're, they're they're generally typecast into one of two roles: some kind of assassin, love in God, in terms of like a samurai, a samurai-based assassin, or some kind of sniper. And it's that kind of I, I instantly go if I think about snipers. Alpha Legion, Exodus, and all that, those kind of characters. Yeah, yeah. The mystery, I, I, like, I like that, the mystery of them. So, Faceless Oblivion for Alpha Legion is not your thing. What yeah. would be your thing, Ross? Oh, well, well, which Legion? <laughs> no, no, not the world he is. Because again, that's losing yourself to the nails. Um, that's actually a very good one for not wanting to be there. I forgot about the nails. You know, it's oh man, it's it's it hurts me to say it, but probably the Ultramarines. Yeah! Oh, yeah! It really does. I love you, Ross. But like, <laughs> from from that position, knowing what the legions are about, yeah, either the Ultramarines or if we're talking like the pre pre fall Lunar Wolves before they became the children, uh, the, mm. the Sons of Horus, mm. because you get shipped off to these two legions or one of the two legions, and either you end up on McCrag in the in the, the 
Empire of the Five Hundred Worlds. Paradise in the world in the, in the galaxy. You oh, get yeah. you get educated. You get like trained. You get given your power armor. You given a mission, a purpose. You're protecting the Imperium, the Five Hundred Worlds. You're not just a nameless grunt in in like the the meat grinder of war. You're not just a soldier. Yeah, yeah. You 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 know Gilliman taught his legion to be statesmen after the Crusade had finished. There's that bit of text, isn't there? About it might even be in the legions. Astartes uh, army list where it's got uh, the speech that Gulliman gives before Kalth they're, they're gathering over Kalth and it says our, 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 our world at the moment is about conflict and war he said, but ultimately you will all be statesmen and governors yeah. you, will, you are the future of the Imperium and then somebody slams a ship into a planet <laughs> <laughs> and it all goes tits up and the same thing for the Sons of Harrow or the Lunar Wolves they had this ideal that once the war was over they would have a role to play mm. Like Horace was very much like, as soon as the Crusades finished, it will be about um, like cementing the Imperium as not just an empire but an idea. Like it's it'll be like looking after the worlds and making sure that nothing happened. No Xenos race turns up and destroys them and things like that. It's like they was probably well, yeah, <laughs> surprise. <laughs> I mean, someone, someone, one of the one of the um, things that someone asked on the on the thread of like, what do you want us to discuss? It was like, what would happen if the Tyranids had arrived? And the legions were still about. They'd have got fury to the legions. Oh, yeah, that's oh, what oh, it's kind of like, oh, they would have dropped into the into Ultramar, and almost immediately a crusade fleet would have gone. The fuck is that over there? <laughs> but no, uh, like ah, but when you think about it, also they would have had more to eat <laughs> and turn into nah, whatever they need. They'd have yeah, had the be. same amount, like. Biomass would have been roughly similar. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, I've got to say, like the, the Ultramarines, purely because like. They just had purpose beyond murdering yeah, stuff. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I, so the, I recently reread the first three Horus Heresy books, and it did strike me that actually the Sons of Horus would have been a bit of a laugh to be part of until they went nuts. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, it, it did seem there's a lot of shits and giggles, um, and they seem to be mates with everybody as well. Yeah, yeah. So, Mr. Anton, mm-hmm. tell us who would be your nightmare legion to be inducted into. Well. This is a bit of a controversial one because I'm actually collecting the army as we speak. <laughs> hey, it doesn't make it controversial. <laughs> no, no, because the thing is, though, for me, it's the world eaters. Yeah, because, it wouldn't be. No, I wouldn't. It wouldn't be. Wouldn't. Just because of the fact that to be constantly angry all the time and to be kind of like just raging like Ross is in the Maplins when they don't send him the right leads. <laughs> don't, don't, please. <laughs> the nail's it, just gone it, up to 11. It's just, it's just one of those things not to have kind of like your own peace and just kind of be able to kind mm. of sit there and kind of just like breathe and reflect and calm down and that kind of to be constantly like in the mode of I just want to rip someone's head off that would be a nightmare for me it's like being at work all the time yeah yeah (laughs) pretty much so yeah that would be my nightmare and there's obviously as well as your your boss man being an absolute psychopath well you can go in for your PDD and suddenly get a chain axe to the face that's not happening this time is it we talk about your raise or your promotion and then (laughs) you'd have to dodge Gore blade or whatever it's called, yeah, and and that's it. You know what I mean? That's one of the short stories when he's brought back to his legion, and Khan goes in to try and persuade him, and he's like, yeah. "This is the corpses." Is that real like, captain? Yeah. Khan's like the one of the last two captains left. It's it's actually it's um, the road to Duressa or Duresha is the is the name of the the short, and it's set directly after the emperor has snatched Angron from. Uh, gladiator. gladiator world, yeah. So Angron doesn't know what's happening. He's like suddenly, and this is the thing that pisses me the, the oath of the month, off the most about how the Emperor handled it. He didn't teleport Angron 
to the Emperor's Battle Barge and the Emperor didn't go, all right, chill out, this is how it is. He teleported Angron to the um, to what would later become the Conqueror, to the flagship of the Warhounds as they were at that time, and then went, right, he's your problem. So, cap, like the first captain... It's a giant, the, giant psycho baby. Yeah, yeah look after this one. Like the first captain who was like leading the Legion before they found Angron goes in and goes, all right, Dad, this is how it's chain axed to the face. Well, it wasn't even a chain axe, did it with his bare hands. Yeah. And like Khan's like the eighth captain. So he's the eighth person to go in. And Khan goes, it gets the shit kicked out of him all the way through. He gets Properly shit. battered. And it isn't until Khan loses his temper and actually hits Angron back that Angron goes, all oh, right, you're not all little bitches then. <laughs> <laughs> right, you're not warhounds anymore because that means you're on a leash. You're now world eaters. And that's how it kind of comes round. Mm. You, he, they have to earn Angron's respect. Yeah, first. it's that, that last bit where he said, Angron comes up and says, follow me down. And they all followed him down into the charnel pit. Yeah. You know, both literally metaphorically. Yeah, so it's that sense of never having any moments of peace then. No, so it, you know, so it's one of those ones that you can't be angry all the time, all the time. You, mm. you, you've got to have that kind of moment of where rather than having like the rage where you know you, you you don't quite think properly because of a certain battle plan or you have to kind of think outside the box and try something different. For me, it'd be one of those things. Don't get me wrong. Armed with a chain axe and bolt pistol does appeal to me um, <laughs> because it does solve an awful lot of problems. However, from <laughs> gardening, a kind of, yeah, soft gardening, soft furnishing, well. dogs. Just, just being able to preface any sentence with the nails sing and have everyone in the room go, no, come out, everybody out. No, you know what I mean? It's part, part of me sits there and goes, yeah, but then the other part of me sits there and thinking, to be angry all the time, it'd just be like, it's just, that's way too much. I'd be exhausted. Yeah, I'd be absolutely fucking, knackered all I'd be the time. Knackered. It'd be good though, because I'd be pumped up on so many combat drugs, it'd be amazing. <laughs> there you go. So what would be your top choice? Oh, Come on, see, anything, you know. You see, for me, the top choice, and it's not the Smurfs, unfortunately, because I think Ross has covered that one off nicely. For me, it would be the Dark Angels. Ooh. Just because of the background, and that's one book I have read. Um, I have read about obviously Caliban and all that kind of stuff, and it's just kind of like the hunting and the outdoor stuff and the horse riding and, and you know and that kind of thing. You but, understand what they were hunting though, don't you? I got a fucking clue. Caliban, the fucking adventure holiday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They weren't hunting wildebeest. They were hunting like chaos spawn. I'm assuming mm, a little bit bigger than that. No, they, they, were, they, they were chaos spawn. Yeah. Spawn, but they were like some proper. I mean, like, uh, I always think of it as a bit kind of like a bit of a spoiler there, but they it's it, a bit like Pacific Rim, but without the giant. Yeah. Robots to fight, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, the line is cleared. Well, I suppose at the point when you go to, if you're talking about when you join, it's been cleared up by uh, the, the lion, hasn't it? The, yeah. But it's still Death World. Yeah, which is well, fine. All, the only thing the lion's actually done is he kills all the Calibanite lions, which are like this huge breed of Chaos Spawn death machine. And then that's it. I thought the order they went out with, yeah, no, the, the, and he the, basically the, cleaned up the, the order. Like they go out and they kill all the big dangerous stuff, but Caliban's still a death world. Yeah. The thing that really annoyed me about um, Descent of Angels was just the sheer fuckery that is a horse carrying a power armored warrior. 
Were they like much bigger than on like even so? Do you know how much though? how heavy power armor is? Mm. It's like a ton of metal plate. Yeah. And then you put it on the back of a horse. You you assuming it's a you assuming it's a um, an earth and earth. This earth. is a death world horse. <laughs> death world horse. It's probably the size of a fucking Hi-ho, small death car. Horse. Yeah, that's why I always probably eats children. It was just, maybe when I read it the first time, I. All I had in my mind was like a normal horse. Yeah, but if you and think a, a marine and the horse is going, yeah. ah, <laughs> just split it in half. If you, you'd probably, I'd say, think of a Shire horse and then probably double it. Yeah, that's what I that's always imagined. That's imagine. a big ass horse. It's a motherfucker horse. The, always, I, the way I always imagined it was, you know, it, I mean, reference here to fantasy was, uh, you know, Archeon's horse. Yeah, that yeah, sort yeah, of yeah, yeah. concept. Oh, you know? fair yeah, cop. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. how I when when they yeah. when they talked about them in, in on Caliban, I was like. Immediately, I went to Archaeon's horse. Yeah. It's like that sort of like, you know, almost chaosified. You know, not not chaosified, but been enhanced by chaos on Caliban. True, but then, but then, okay, but then, obviously, going back to why, why would be in the dark? Anyway. So obviously, you got the you got the hunting factor. You got the outdoorsy thing. I do like that. I like all my camping and shit like that. You know, the only reason I used to enjoy the TA is because I used to see most of Britain. Wandering across Wales, it was quite nice until we got shot at, and that was a bit of a shitter. <laughs> um, in Wales. Yeah. In Wales, it was like, what the fuck are those blokes in green doing over there? Oh, shit, here we go. Um, so there's, there was that factor, that was good. But then it's also the factor that you've got, diff- you've got in theory, well, not in theory, but in principle, you've got three different elements to the Dark Angels. So you've got the Deathwing, well, not the Deathwing, but you've got the Terminator Core. Oh, no, it's, it's the Hexagrammaton. Okay, So yeah. there's like six, six wings. Well, this is, this is where you have to excuse my complete lack of. You're knowledge. thinking about 40k. Yeah, yeah. no, but you, but you got for me, but you, for me, you've got the Terminators. Yeah, Deathwing. So you have got rockhard bastards walking around in rockhard suits, which are pretty unkillable unless you get hit by Titan weapons or roll ones in combat. Um, <laughs> Bolt then, guns. Bolt guns are like, yeah, shit. Um, you've then got. Um, your normal dudes, so the, the technically the green wing or the, like your normal tactical guys. Yeah. So that's but you got a variety. So you got like Bob the Rhino driver all the way through to you know Billy the the plasma dude. Um, but then you've also got the Raven wing, and the Raven wing's the one that interested me the most because it's a bit they're a bit more kind of they don't have to play by the rules as much. Yeah. So they're kind of better than white scars because they're black and. <laughs> And the fact that it's one of those things where everything looks cool in black and Russian green. and <laughs> <laughs> It's true, everything does look cool so in black and Russian basically, green. Basically, what it comes down to, Ant, is that you like the Dark Angels because they have black and green as their colours. Yeah, man. It's <laughs> no, it's not just that. It's not just that. But no, I'm, I'm being kind of semi-serious. It's just the fact that you've got... Obviously, you're saying about those six... Where six hex... So the hexagrammers are six different wings to the, to the Legion. Yeah. So Can you t- name them? Oh, oh, here we go. Deathwing, Ravenwing, yeah. Yeah. Firewing, Stormwing, Dreadwing, Ironwing. Okay, so tell me the different ones, because obviously this is... Right. This is Shivers. There's still... There's still uh, inv- um, yeah, from, a, from a fluff perspective. So the Iron, death... Ironwing, I'm assuming, is going to be like... Tanks. Tanks. Yeah, yeah. Tanks and all that stuff. So Deathwing are Terminators. Yeah. Ravenwing are the bikes. Yeah. Ironwing are tanks. Yeah. Dreadwing is all the destroyers and all the... Yeah. Um, so the, weaponry. Stuff. the experimental weaponry. Oh, okay. That they yeah. have access to. Yeah. Stormwing is Assault Company and Flyers. Yeah. And Firewing... Uh, is the only one I don't know. Firewing to me would probably be um, either flamers or like you know like close assaults. Well, that's 
What was that one? You said Storm. Storm, 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 yeah. Storm. Firewing. Unless Firewing's just bog, bog standard tactical. Possibly, yeah. Well, well, it's, it's, sorry, which one was the, the air support? Stormwing. Stormwing. Okay. I don't know. It, it does appeal to me the fact that amongst the Dark Angels, they're so fucking insular and secretive. They've all got little pages and it goes off and he goes, oh, fuck me, that's my Dreadwing. <laughs> well, anyways, <laughs> sorry, uh, brother Dave, I've just got to go over here for a bit. I'll see you later. It's explained in. Um, uh, I, in, in, uh, Angels of Caliban, which so is a follow up to Empire. The Dark Angels were the first Legion, and the Emperor decided to lay out how the Legions would work, and the Dark Angels were the template. Except he realised as all the proto legions grew and became actual legion sized, that it didn't, it worked, but it was like a hyper specialisation. The Dark Angels would eventually come across an opponent that none of the wings could defeat on their own. So he dissolved like the, the hexagrammaton, if you like. But the Dark Angels decided to retain that um, element as like specialist training. So if you like, the hexagrammaton would have been the eventual layout for all of the legions if the emperor hadn't realized that not every enemy can be defeated by just one type of thing so mm. you have to mix destroyers and tactical so basically to, combined on yes yeah. well, one yeah. of the things about the early i mean what i've gathered about the early dark angels is obviously because they were the first legion the, the, the great crusade started with the emperor taking the dark angels out into the galaxy to you know start the great crusade yeah they were the first legion that's the, the you know yeah. as ross says they were the template but they also were given they had access to all sorts of like tech that wasn't. It's not tech; it's toys. Well, they, they basically <laughs> they, they had. The yeah, they, they did because they didn't know what they were going to come up against. But the emperor knew there was obviously stuff out there that just the guy with the bolt guns not going to have to deal with. So unless you cover the bolt gun round in acid first. <laughs> <laughs> but that basically, so they had you know because they could be up against anything. They had, they developed all sorts of weaponry that they could use against these alien races. But then they went conversion beamers. Some of these are a bit. What we need is something that can blow shit up really long way away. Kind of talking around the curvature of the planet. <laughs> but this, this is before the Volta. Yeah. Like, this is back when all the legions were armed with Volkite, and that's when Mars went. We Voltas are easier to mass produce and they're cheaper, like resource wise. So the emperor. Silence, was, minion. Give me heat guns. <laughs> so the emperor was kind of like, actually, yeah. Give them all bolters because it's more effective against a, ride, a wider range of targets and will make Volkite part of their armory. It's, um, oh, I can't remember which one it is. One of the tanks has got that massive Volkite cannon of death. Glaive. The Glaive. It's like that's why uh, the Glaive, every Legion has at least one Glaive tank in it because it was meant to be like their, their run of their, their line super heavy because Volkite was the thing. And personally, I've got in my head. Imagine like a legion-sized deployment, mm. like ten thousand marines all going choom 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 choom. Oh, it'd be so good to hear. It'd be like the perfect chorus of choom. <laughs> well, there you go. No, but so for me, Dark Angels for my for my yeah. kind of go-to legion, just because that's cool. Of a different of a different variations, as well as like, like uh, Mr. Dan said about the secrecy thing. It kind of it's you know the 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 higher the rank you become. Or the better you are, the more you things. Become a Freemason, so no, it's Scientology. <laughs> yes, <laughs> oh, shit. Dark you, Angels are Scientologists. Well, you don't have to pay to go to the next level. <laughs> well, it's just with the, your life. Ev everybody pays. It's just how what, what the currency with. is basically. Yeah. And, and, the, and, the, and the thing is, though, 
and, and this and this is where my my colleague from Colville, Chris, will kind of take the piss out of me because Dark Angels are obviously skirt lifters. Um, <laughs> he says. He whoa, what? Say. No, whoa, whoa, what's going on here? Well, no, no, because obviously they wear cloaks and yeah, and all that kind of stuff, and it's just like, well, what's under the power armor? They, uh, wear, they, they wear knightly tabards. Are they? Are they like the Scottish and don't wear any shredders, kind of thing? I think their power armor covers everything. Apart from their groin, they've got like no groin on. So easy access. (laughs) These robes over what essentially is just power armored legs and power armored arms, and everything else is just like butt naked. They're kind of like um, cowboy chaps. (laughs) (laughs) Power armored cowboy chaps. Can I suggest that spin makes a conversion? Yes. <laughs> yeah. No. no. You could use marauder bits. <laughs> Just to be absolutely clear, I do not want to see power armored, um, power armored chaps on the fossil. But not interested. No. <laughs> not in the slightest. I have no interest. Well, there you go. Anyway, right. So yeah, dark angels. Yes. Uh, world eaters. No. Okay. Well. Well. I'm the last one to answer, so... <laughs> you can have the same right, well. I know, you can I know. For different well, first I'm going to give a really good cop-out answer, which is one of the Forgotten Legions. Oh. I really wouldn't want to be part of them. But that just means you're an Ultramarine, right? Which <laughs> <laughs> oh. you want to be part of. Hmm? Which you wanted to be part of. Self-burn. That's fine, but that's for, that's for my reason, not because my Primarch died and they didn't know what to do with me. It's like, oh, we, I got killed. My Primarch died in the, in the Ragnan genocide. What happens now? And some cleric on terror is like, go to McCrag. <laughs> but it's nearby, right? So you're, you're mainly going to be blue from now on. <laughs> Here's a pot of paint. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I blew co- myself. And a copy of what will become the Codex Astartes. <laughs> I wrote it myself, but my boss will claim credit for that later. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, for a real answer, I'll, I would have to say World Eaters as well. Um, with with an sure. addendum that you'd be psychically gifted world eater. Oh God! Because that just uh, honestly, that's the worst. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, just total absolute disdain from your fellow legionnaires. Is that like being in a thrash metal band and having to admit that you like Taylor Swift? Uh, exactly that. <laughs> so, Jihadi Ali. Jihadi Ali. Yeah. But then, but then also being absolutely vital to the sus- like the sustenance of your mates who yeah. hate you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Yeah, you are, yeah. The, you are, you are you know, the uh, the ultimate. Uh, what's the? I forgot the word. Antithesis. Well, no, the like the, the black sheep. You're the ultimate black sheep, aren't you? In, yeah, in, the, in that yeah. one. And you know, having the butcher's nails rammed into your neck. Which is sight. Just imagine being you know, charged. Yeah, in the you're in like the refractory area of the of the ship. Like loads of other world eaters are there, all giving you side eye. Like it's fucking psycho piece of shit. And like the screen comes on. It's the edict, edict of Nakia. And it's just the emperor, like no more psychers, and they're all like, "I'm fucking having him!" <laughs> like fucking sporks just in your eyes. Sure, surely, if anything, no. that 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 naysaying from the emperor is almost like, "Oh, actually, maybe maybe it's pretty pretty all right." No, they just they straight up murdered. Hey, I'm sorry, I'm, going, I'm just gonna dive in there. Yeah, I've got this idea that when world eaters are eating, they use a spork and their chain axe to eat. <laughs> no, no, it's a, it's a little chain knife. <laughs> <laughs> to cut the taters oh, with. Well, that's a little spork. And all we do is just eat steak. Hey, they're all vegetarians right? oh my god you imagine if they were vegans that's why they're so angry they're all fucking vegans yeah and I have to say I'm a bit of a wimp in, in real life so having to like perform nightly duties of like near death bouts with your friends who all stand in a circle around you going die 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 
<laughs> yeah, that's not my thing. That's, that's such a good meme. And it's ba- I, think, I think it's based off one, something that ADV wrote in Betrayer. And it's a picture of one of the um, one of Angron's bodyguards, one of the Terminators, and he was like, "I'm one of the I'm one of his bodyguards. You have to kill me to take my place." And can't just like you can't keep up with them anyway. Angron hates you and walks off, and then it's then it's just the this Terminator sat with a half a empty bottle of, of beer, just like sat on the table looking really sad. <laughs> <laughs> and it just every time I see that meme, it just reminds me that yeah, Angron had a bodyguard. Like at some point, reason. they're like, "We'll we'll protect you, Primark," and Angron's just like, "I'm fucking like hundred meters ahead of you. I've murdered everyone. <laughs> <laughs> what are you protecting me from?" And one of them's like. Increased insurance bills. <laughs> <laughs> the administratum. I've got your water. Dehydration's bad. <laughs> we need to make so sure you don't get lost. Which legion would you want to be in? Yeah, uh, this is another tricky one. I, I can't really decide on one, but I, I think I'd probably go for. Salamanders. Mm, I don't know. They seem a bit boring because we don't really know too much about. That- other than the fact that they like, oh, we really like they, each they, other all the time. They spend a lot of time hitting stuff with hammers. Yeah. yeah. They live in a really hot place. So they're like um, dwarves of the 30k. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah actually. Yeah. They yeah. are dwarves. Yeah. They're really slow. Weaponsmiths. Or, yeah. Sorry, what was that? Was it squats? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, they haven't been eaten yet in 30k. It's no. fine. No, it's fine. Yeah, they're still a thing. They're Miniatures humans. are being produced of them now. They are One miniature is. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, squat. Yeah. Squat. Um, I would I would probably say Thousand Sons as well. Yes. Just to actually to, to be given like the, the, the freedom to pursue knowledge. It's you know. I'm super happy that when we said what Legion would all of you join, no one went, I'd be a night lord. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Good, good you know, thing. That casts some serious questions on like like oh I, I want to be a night lord. Why? I like murdering and torturing. <laughs> <laughs> Justin's not here though, is he? Captain Strangle. Captain Stranglehold. That's interesting. So out of out of all of essentially you've got world eaters that people wouldn't want to join and thousands that people would want to join as the majority. Of two. You're telling me that. Yeah, but I would totally want to do mind bullets. Well yeah. The way I look at it, obviously the conditions might not be correct, but what happens if you weren't a psycho? Clearly, I'm going to be a psycho. No, ev- mm, all of them. You get the gene seed, and you become a psycho. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't realize that. Every single thousand sun had psychic potential, and also the potential for flesh change. This is also which good. is actually kind of like really, really awful. I, I'm a careful driver. It's fine. <laughs> Just dance like her Duke in <laughs> tentacle. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> if anything, that's probably a good reason for not joining the Empress children because they know they got decimated by something, didn't they? The f- yeah, um, the phage. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah. And then... Um, is that in Star Trek? Yeah, the phage... <laughs> right, so a phage is an actual medical thing. Right, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's a, some kind of gene malfunction that makes them... Their bones grow bo- uh, like thorn-like spurs and pierce all of their internal organs and they die horribly. So... Oh, nice. I like that. You're going to be joining the Empress Children. Are they, have they sorted that problem yet? No. That's fine. Oh, okay. No, don't try they, they, Good find, luck. they find Fulgrim on Chemos and they're like, we need your genetic material. And he's like rescued the Legion. And then there's Fabius Bile as like the Primus Medicare head honcho guy. He's like, yeah, I saved all of you. It was great. Pity I was too late to save myself. (laughs) And he's like, he's slowly dying from this thing. And then the fact that we know obviously he survives all the way to 40k. He must be like super fucked up on the inside. 
Like, if all his bones have got these big, giant, like, bone thorns and shit coming out of them into his internal organs... Yeah, but in I'm sure he sorted it. Nah, man. No, no, think about it. Think the way Emperor's children went. He's probably enjoying that. Oh, oh that's grim. Go, oh, that chafes. Oh, Emperor's <laughs> children. <laughs> he just stretches, he stretches and he's like, oh, yeah! How is this? <laughs> and then all of a sudden he's like... Oh. I have arthritis Mother. that wants to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> the killer arthritis. <laughs> He's like that dude from uh, the Da Vinci Code where he um, flagellates himself. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's another one. Who'd want to join the Imperial Fists? Well, no it's one here. Like, oh, you did a bad thing. Oh, what, what did I do? Oh, you were 10 seconds behind everyone else during that, like, um, that's the bolter routine. <laughs> no, in fortifying the position. Yeah, you weren't first at the, the, the trench line, so uh, three days in the pain glove. Oh, man. That's going to chafe as well. I suppose ultra-ring, oh, no, go and paint your helmet red. The helmet, yeah. <laughs> I would honestly take paint on my helmet red. Just to be clear, which book. helmet am I painting red? <laughs> <laughs> Just make sure I don't want to cock that up as well. <laughs> Does that mean I'm going to have to paint some of my dudes red helmets then? Yeah, if you want them to, if you want them to be naughty boys. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. All the assault marines clearly going to have to which, be naughty boys. The thing is, though, the the, uh, the what the fuck what they called it now? wasn't until the, the post heresy. No, but the censored the, the, one of the concepts of the censor, the main guy that in the story has been censored. I've forgotten his name now. Other character, we'll call called, him Bob. For okay, time. yeah, Bob. Yeah. It was kind of instrumental in terms of the concept of creating it, what we know as wait, wait, wait. tactical marines. He wasn't know. instrumental. He wrote the Codex of Starters. Yeah, okay, yeah, at that. which point, Gilman went, "Oh, it's just really good." Yeah. Is that but that's one, why he got censored in the first is that, place. Is that the one? Is that the one that he turned around and said, "Right, well, we ought to do training for Marine versus yeah, Marine." Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he basically said, what, what, if, "What if we? What if we end up having to fight our own brothers?" Yes. and the mage went, "Shut up, you twat!" Yes, and painted his helmet red, and then, and then all of a sudden. They're fighting their own brothers. And then, they, and then went, yeah, let's use that book. I thought yeah. you meant the helmet on my head. <laughs> <laughs> but, then, but then he's, yeah, literally the, the calf happens and Gollum's like, you know what? You had a good idea there. Maybe we should have listened to you. Could you, Bob, could you come to my chambers for a second? <laughs> 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 anyway, I've got this great idea, boys, called the Codex Societies. <laughs> really interesting point. Because um, obviously I can't remember the character's name either. But he's the one that sets everything up. He trains, he forms this... Group of ultramarines that go out hunting. All censored, aren't they? Yeah, they were, he gathers all the censored together, and he goes out hunting um, word bearers, word bearers, and world eaters after the Shadow Crusade. And then he kind of disappeared. Well, obviously the, the laws moved away, the books have moved away from that particular part of the storyline, so you don't really know what happens to him. And obviously, like we hope, like, I hope he comes back into the storyline later on. But I read Dark Imperium, the new the book that kind of kicks off the new forty k law. And Gilliman in that has a flashback to when he gets killed. And the the guy's there. So, uh, like... Well, he might come back. He's he's in it. He's in, like, his death scene. And it, the whole thing is, like... Because all the, all the captains that were left after Gilliman's death kind of went off and formed chapters of their own. Mm. So I, I kind of want to find out which chapter did did, became his. Did he become a captain, though? Yeah, he yeah he became a captain, yeah. then eventually became like, he must have become a chapter master of one of the of one of the successor chapters. Mm. And I'll find out which one it is, and I really hope it's the Mal- uh, Marines Malevolent because they don't give a shit about the Codex. <laughs> It'd be so funny if it's like <laughs> I wrote this, Daddy stole it. We're not going to use it anymore. Mm. I don't know. Well, there you go. Well, anyway, cool. right, shall we move on, gentlemen? Let's move on. So. Um, very quickly, let's talk about Phosphex Party Cock Punch Challenge. Cock Punch Challenger. So, uh, we <laughs> Cock Punch Challenge rule. <laughs> <laughs> so, as we mentioned on uh, episode one, and neglected to talk about in episode two, 
we have got this open challenge to any of you out in there in the listener community that fancy um, playing one of us from uh, the Fosfex party uh, presenting um, uh, team and uh, you give us a game of 30k we'll take some photos do a bit of an interview and if you've managed to k- punch our cocks metaphorically of course and not literally I don't actually want anybody punching anybody in the cock um, we will enter you into Cockhalla, our Hall of Heroes. Cockhalla, Cockhalla, Hall God of Heroes. Dear. So, just a quick update because we've got, um, I've, I've potentially got three games on the go, all of which uh, I've not been able to organise. There's just a yet. slight technical issue with this. In what sense? In that me and Ross can't technically play with our current armies because yeah, they're, they're not up to the to, up to a standard for that. Well, it's the thing is, though, it, it doesn't matter the points level. You could play, say, a thousand points. That's true, yeah. I mean, you, yeah, to me, I thought it no, was a full no, game. No, 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 I mean, yeah, that, anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, the whole point is we'll kind of like work out with each player because obviously there'll be some people out there who want to play us yeah, who, yeah. who are in a similar situation to you guys. Yeah, fair, yeah, not fair. No, people who don't paint their armies. Yeah, baby. That's right. What did you say? Other people that offer to paint their armies well, for us. Yeah, which is much appreciated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I painted my army. I oh, know. You did. Nice. Sort of in, in, no, I'm just looking at Spencer yeah. when I'm making that. Mm. All right, so but, let me just... In case you didn't know, I don't paint my miniatures. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> it, doesn't make you, it does actually make you a bit of a bad person, but that's, we won't go into that too much. Sorry, go on, go on. So, um, I just want to talk you through the, the, the offers we've had so far, and I'll be organising games with these people as and when we can fit them in. So, first of all, first off the rank, the first person to contact us about Cock Punch was Craig Budolf. Now, I've met Craig at a couple of events, actually. Uh, he's, I've seen some of his Thousand Sun stuff. He came to Tarsus 4 as well. He was the guy that brought all the dudes with the last cutters, back shields with the last cutters. Oh, really? was that him? Oh, was was that him? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a cool idea, that was. It was. Um, I think he got rumped by veterans. <laughs> yeah, but that summed up to me the concept of that. Absolutely. So, anyway, absolutely. so um, I'm going to be getting in touch with Craig after this podcast to arrange something. We did, he did originally offer us out to play um, before the Horus Heresy Weekender. But we were going to the Horus Heresy weekend and I couldn't fit that in. So, second one off the rank, we've got Empress Path, uh, Sam Beach-Jones. I've got clearance from Mrs. Porter to go down to Portsmouth. And hopefully we're going to see if we can get a game on his um, channel. Because he does the YouTube channel as well. They do a podcast as well, don't they? Yeah, they do, they do. Uh, Unremembered Empire. Unremembered Empire, yeah. That's the one, yeah. Well, those are the guys that were near the table near us, like, weren't came they? Over yeah, because they had their, um, their T-shirts. I remember them. Yeah. 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 So, I'll be organising that with Sam. And then finally, uh, I'm going to see if we can get uh, Jack Thompson on because I know Jack has got a really awesome Dark Angels army, mm. and I think he's itching to kick my ass as well. <laughs> so I think we've, I think we've we played one game at a, um, a GW event. I think it was Throne of Schools, and I managed to squeak a victory. Is that where your world bearers? Yes. Yes, I remember that now. Yeah, yeah. my um, uh, my uh, great unclean one went book wild and stomped, ruffle stomped everything. <laughs> yeah, it was a good game. It was a really close game. Anyway, so I'll be speaking to Jack to see if he fancies that as well. Of course, if you're out there and you're listening to this and you fancy taking up the cock punch challenge, drop us a line either via direct message, putting a message onto the Facebook page, or indeed contact us on our email address, which is phosphexparty at gmail.com. Okay. Anything else on that? If you want a really easy game, ask to play me. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you want guaranteed entry into Cockhaller, <laughs> yes. Don't underestimate the ant. <laughs> Many a player have underestimated the ant, and they've they've learnt to rue that decision. My my imminent my, ruage. My my tactical imminent ruage. My, my tactical choices aren't always apparent as they seem. <laughs> but you see, like like anything, it's 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 like because it is so random. 
He's because he's actually an Alpha Legion. <laughs> <laughs> he is, he's in the Alpha Legion. It's like, what Legion do I play? I won't, I won't take anything that's to their strengths. I'll just, to just use random shit. I'm going to take these jump-up marines and walk them six inches every turn to get to you. <laughs> We, that would fuck with me. <laughs> I, would, I would be sat there like, what's his plan? Why, why, what are they? What's so special about them? I know they're assault breeds. They've got jump packs. Why, <laughs> is he not, why like, are they only moving six inches? And I'll be like that. I'm proxying nothing, Cross. Nothing. <laughs> they're all WYSIWYG. <laughs> I would literally be like, he's got some secret tech. Something's going to happen. Is there some special rule on one of his characters? In this? Yeah. I haven't got any characters in that squad. What's going on? I, I've played games like that. And thought, oh, this, Jesus, this man's a genius. Oh, no, he's not. No, right. <laughs> me, me and Anne. Uh, is this the guy who killed his two troop choices? Let's not. Uh, let's not. Uh, that was a trauma for somebody. Somebody uh, out there. It, it made me laugh. But a few <laughs> years ago, me and Anne took part in a doubles campaign at, our, at Gifts for Geeks. Remember <laughs> when we both played Chaos? Uh, I don't know. Right? Anyway, right. I've drank and so, slept and shagged since then. So uh, we both we both played me. on the Chaos side, and pretty much all of the Chaos players got their asses handed to us, apart from us two because we just took stupid shit did stupid things oh is that when so did we I got turn it with all the bikes or yeah something? yeah you brought the bikes so yes. um, the, the final game was meant like uh, for whoever, whoever organised it said the final game you could have a lord of war oh yeah so <laughs> Ant decides he's going to take the uh, like the vindicator spearhead thing <laughs> but he gets his he gets his warhound titan and puts it next to the table <laughs> so the people we're playing are just like oh they brought a fucking titan Oh, we're fucked. What's going on? They haven't realised that there's no way in hell we can afford this Titan. In the, like, so you, I know it's Hans Huron. You were running. Yes, all the bikes. Yeah, all the bikes and I was and running the, the Vindicator and, and sort of thing. Then they like infiltrate on the bat line or something. Yeah, they were fucking hilarious. Anyway, we fucking smashed them. Absolutely, it didn't help that they brought one of the super heavies that couldn't hurt Space Marines. Yeah, yeah. no, no, it, it had a minimum range. Minimum range. So once we got within its minimum range, we just basically just like fucking cock waffled in the air. With yeah, just, it was got great. punched to death by Terminators. Yeah, it was brilliant. You cock waffled in the air. Yeah, man. They did. He, okay, he did. right. Yeah. And, and, and at no point was cock, uh, ants cock waffling. The point I'm driving at yeah. is ant is sly. He Put like shady a, he'll put a, war, a Warhound Titan on the side of the board and when your opponent goes watch your Lord of War he'll just go oh that and he'll point knowing full well his bikes are next to the fucking Titan and they'll go oh shit we've got nothing that can kill a Titan and they waited the entire game for it to come on <laughs> oh it's but like, like meta mind games it was so bad and after we, the game they complained they kicked off because you're like, oh, you brought a Titan and never used it. And it's like, no, we didn't. We brought Hounds of Huron and those three Vindicators. And they were like, oh, oh, oh. They didn't have a coherent argument, so they just made noises. You see, the thing is, though, this comes back from back in the day. When I used to play Nids, I think it was in third or fourth edition. I can't remember, because obviously I'm that old. I'm now decrepit and I kind of forget things. Um, that's why I wear a nappy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and and what I used to do, I used to be able to take lictors. I think in either squads of three or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I used to I used to have three lictors on the side of the table. Not always did I have lictors in my army, but because lictors used to come out from a piece of terrain and all that kind of stuff, so they used to kind of like the terrain they can move six inches out. Of yeah, that, yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah. Whatever. I can't remember the rules, but whatever. So basically, they just used to kind of just. Put, so you'd have like everybody avoiding all the terrain in the world. Because they thought Lictors were in there. Come out. So then all I used to do is send my gaunts up and just basically just like, them in the just like basically like just biomass them to death. 
but then when they turn around and say, well, where were your lictors? And I was like, what lictors? And it was, and it was, and but it, that's to me, that was to me was the, the comedy factor, but it was kind of like the double bluff. So maybe I am Alpha Legion. Maybe. Maybe I've I am. I've got to say though, I've, every game I've played against Ant has always been lots of fun. Lots of fun. Apart from Infinity, that makes me angry. Apart from oh, when that no. plays me Infinity. <laughs> it's angry. Was like, what it's, was it? It was turn two that I just tabled you? Because oh. it was, it's Infinity, your... Because Blood Bowl's that game for me. I can't play Blood Bowl. I love Infinity. The models are fucking amazing. The reaction system's really clever. But when it comes down to the fact that you need an iPad where you need hyperlinks to each of your war gear rules, I'm just like, what the fuck is this about? I need to kind of study it three days before I play the game just to play the game. Whereas I just rock up now and go, yeah, let's just roll. So what he does, he spends those three days learning his actual army and that, and then when we turn up and we do a mission where he's meant to get, he's meant to get out of his deployment yes. zone or he dies, yeah. but he doesn't. Yeah. And then he kills himself in his own deployment zone because, because I can't because I can't move out of the deployment zone because you've got some fucking super camo ninja sniper <laughs> dickhead. <laughs> fucking wank. Anyway, but anyway, so moving on. Yeah, no. So yeah, so if you if you fancy a bit of cop punch actions, just get in touch with us as we said. You can play the sneaky bastard ant. Be careful what he puts on the side of the table. He might not actually be it. And we'll sort you out. Okay, so we'll move on to our final section now, and we're going on to from the front with our guest, Will. So, Will says, "Dear Sir Coxman, the Undercoater, the Anarchy, and Ross." Ross hasn't really got a good call. Not got a call sign, has he? Cock McLovin. He's, he's not Maverick yet. Anyway, moving on. Uh, <clears throat> Will says, I've been on the fence about collecting a heresy army for a long time, but listening to your debut podcast has tipped the balance. I've long had the idea of running Raven Guard, specifically the Raptors. I'm not sure about the Raptors. We'll come back to that in a minute. The Raptors are Ubermarines Corax develops to help with the secrets uh, help with secrets in the Emperor's vaults using Primarch Gene Seed to create faster, stronger, tougher marines. Always a good thing, I think. The Alpha Legion foil this plan, which results in some of the new recruits being mutated into monstrosities, known as the Roughs. But not all are affected, known as the Smooths. The Corax decided not to have them all euthanized, and they continue to fight against Horus. I always found the relationship between Ruffs and Smooths and the rest of the Legion really interesting, and it drew me to the Raven Guard. My question is, how would I go about fielding the mixed squads of Super Space Marines and the genetic monstrosities in a community-aware and fun way? Community-aware, that's a, that's a laudable ambition. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, <clears throat> uh, there have been ideas such as Count Sal's word bearers Gal Vorbach, or Alpha Legion Loyalists with Just Erin. But all of these seem rather imperfect and to represent what I'm going for and some smack of power gaming to me. Okay, I'm tempted to just use them as normal marines whilst waiting for the rules writers to catch up, although I'd be interested to hear your points of view um, and this could be a handy case for demonstrating some of the principles you mentioned in episode one, specifically the don't be a dick um, principles. Um, yeah. Uh, from a hobby side of things, I'm building the roughs out of heavily cleaned up Galvorback and the smooths out of heavily converted Primaris Marines to give them the extra height to match the roughs. Stand down, Ross. No, I've seen them, so it's fine. It's all fine. It works. Okay. Check that shit, Hudson. <laughs> uh, to give them the extra height to match the roughs and stand out from the regular brothers. Hope this email wasn't too much of a rambling mess. I think you can get away with that. It's fine. Uh, thanks for kindling the fire. Will. No, you're not a useless on fat cat. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... I beg to differ. <laughs> so, Will, so you're particularly interested in the Raven God and this particular aspect of them. So, um, 
st- start this off. I mean, you mentioned quite a bit in there, but what got you thinking about that in particular? What is, is it the Raven Guard in generic that you're really interested in, or just so, that bit of story? I mean, I, I quite like the Raven Guard, and, and not many people do. Um, but you know, they, they start really auspiciously as uh, prisoners that break out of their cells, basically. Um, and in I think it's in Deliverance Lost where all this stuff happens. Mm. So Korax returns to Terra, um, and basically. The Emperor's like, hey, you can go into my vaults and see if there's anything good in there. Well, it's, it's specifically the original vaults that they used to develop the Space Marines. Yeah. And they're not, they're not just like underneath the Imperial Palace, here's the key, off you go. Mm. There's actually a it's lot. It's like a death trap. They've, they've literally got to go through like Hell's teeth to get just to the, the, the it, vaults. It's a piss take. Because oh. the Emperor could have just been like, here is the information you need. But instead, because Magnus ruins everything, he's busy. So um, he, has to go th- he has to go through the labyrinth, doesn't he? Yeah. Busy. Busy. So like what Indiana Jones of the 40, uh, 31st month. It really yeah, is, yeah. 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 It's good, it's interesting, but at times it's a little bit like do we this, this could have been thing? this could have been cleared up a lot quickly. It could have, if the quickly, Emperor was a, a bit more quicker. reasonable. <laughs> it's alright. Here's my big book of how to make space marines. <laughs> there you go. Have a read of <laughs> the dummy's guy. I've got all the science you need in there. No, 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 it's not space marines. It's like if you go to this lab here. This is where we made the Primarchs. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They actually oh, sure. go to the, the original like yeah. labs that the Emperor used. It's, it's the only... There's three times that in the books you see that. There's the one in Horace's vision where he sees the labs. Mm. There is when Korax visits to get the information he needs. And then in the audio drama, The Sigilite. Isn't it also... Does it make an appearance in the first Heretic yes. when Argyll Tal goes yeah. to the warp and he has it? Yes, yes. yeah, sorry. Because he, yeah, he does the thing well. with it, he smashes his yeah. swords, doesn't he? Um, and in the Sigilite audio drama, the Sigilite basically walks up to the, the big door and it's got 20 symbols on the door and his companions like, why are two of the symbols scratched out? And the Sigilite's kind of like, we don't talk about that. And then they walk off. So the genetic material for the two lost legions is in there. So kind of a big deal to let Korax go there. <laughs> don't inject yourself with any of the shit in there. Yeah. So anyway, he uh, he ends up going back to Deliverance, right? Yeah. And uh, he starts this secret program to create, um, well, super soldiers to help him fight the uh, the traitors. Um, the Alpha Legion are obviously involved because they've got their hands in everything, and um, they basically introduce uh, like a almost like a demon pathogen hmm. into this mix. Well, they they steal the original stuff, don't they? Because that's like what they, they, they do. They steal the original, so. yeah, Omega but replace it with a, a a twisted version of it. Yeah, I but I mean, enough uh, enough guys come out the other side that are you know exactly what Korax wanted. So they they're basically, you know, probably easiest would be to, to call them like well, well I don't no, think they're, they're, they're quite there. Before exactly, yeah. yeah, they're they're just like bigger, harder dudes. Yeah, and um, and some of them obviously start to turn almost like flesh change kind of thing okay um but uh Korax is okay with it because they're they're really still good soldiers and they care and well they, they were volunteers weren't they, they were, was it volunteers went for, or they were new recruits weren't they they, they, they were new recruits yeah. yeah it was basically like they Korax devised the method of turning an initiate into a space marine in a space of weeks rather than years to yeah. rekindle the numbers yeah. that they'd lost and then after Omegron poisoned the mix a whole batch went through and kind of became mutants yeah. and horrible deformities, at which point Korax was like, kind of got to stop, kind of can't do that again. Shit. 
So he's, he's got more troops, but he's still not a full legion kind of thing. And he also, he's also he doesn't want to kill them because at the end of the day, he's, he's, he, I think he says something along the lines of like, well, there, there were new, there were, there, these were new recruits. They weren't. It's not their choice that this has happened, and it was my mistake to put them under this. Hence the reason why he wants to keep them because they're still, they're still. Con- they're still conscious. They're not like yeah, not so deformed so, that they are not sure. Well, some of them are. Oh, did some of them get that? Some, some of them go full chaos spawn. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Sorry, I mean, on. the ones that are sort of like passable are the ones they they still have like their higher brain functions and they're still Raven Guard legionnaires. Uh, they just have you know like bones sprouting through their armor and like they're fused with their weapons and things like that, which is why I picked Gal- <laughs> Galvor back because you know it's just like yeah, they're huge guys. They, they are almost the exact same size as Primaris Marines in terms of height and bulk. So it just kind of fit perfectly. And yeah, so I started converting them. And listening to your first podcast, I thought it would be really cool if I actually played a game because it sounds really fun. I would always advocate playing games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm mainly uh, a painter and converter uh, when it comes to hobby, but I love games. It puts me to shame. Ah, Absolutely on. puts me to shame. Oh, no, no. This, this was just, just a sidebar when we say, well, how you put me to shame. So, um, you guys are aware of the Sons of Horse Ranger models, right? Mm, okay, yeah. and you've seen the command uh, upgrade you can get. Oh, these spiky dudes. Yeah, yeah, but you've got like the guy with the, the banner and yeah, the guy with the axe. Yeah, yeah. This guy, That's actually Malagosa Twisted, apparently. Oh, is it meant to be? It's supposed to be the model for uh, Malagosa Twisted. You should see the one that will build. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's six mil scale. What? Six, what? He, you know that command squad? Yeah. He made a six mil version of that. For my epic armor, yeah. It's not normal, I tell thee. <laughs> his, his epic, his Spartan tanks, are actually running over um, razor wire and whoa, trenches. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. So let's just rewind <laughs> 10 seconds. Ten, hang on. I, I'm going to be honest. You said 6 mil Spartan. I'm going to have to go and change my pants now. <laughs> epic scale Spartans. Yeah. Indeed, yeah. yeah. Right. Yep. Oh, back in a second. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah. Yeah. Right. so you... <laughs> okay, that gives you an insight to no. what level of skill that well, Will has which is cool, when it comes to conversion. Cool. It sounds like you've definitely got the vision, the idea, and obviously the execution so far. So then what do you want to do with regards to the, game, like the gaming side? So What's there's two elements to this then, really, isn't yeah. there? There's like... Obviously got the skill and capability to build the models. Hmm. Yeah. But it's what models do we use? And yeah. how do we represent it in the rules? That's the hardest part. Yeah. See, the obvious thing that jumps out to me is what you want is a, uh, a marine-enhanced-like profile. So what have you got that you could legally work into an army? The thing that immediately pops into my head is Ogrins. Okay. Like the Ogrins okay. stats. Yeah. Now, specifically in the, in the militia, or the Imperialist militia list, it says there could be Ogrins, but actually the... M- the Imperium of Man is so huge, it could be anything. It could be dudes in exoskeletons, it could be genetically enhanced things, it could be it could be almost anything. Now, legally within the list, that means they're an elite's choice, but you could take four elite's choice, so you could have four, up to four squads of them mm. in an allied army with a minimum. Do they do Ogrins and they're, you know, they, I mean, then they were talking about gaming here, so. Yeah, yeah. You know, in terms of concept, yeah, that works, but in terms of, I mean, I've seen what Ogrins. R- rules are hmm. I don't think they would they, they, in terms of their like, ah. toughness and strength and all that but in terms of what the equipment they can take okay so bear with bear with yep. so the other thing you can do is you can use the provenances of war then so and there are two obvious ones for me that spring to mind 
First one of those is Survivors of the Dark Age, because effectively you can get them to a power armor save. Okay. So, carapace armor, Survivors of the Dark Age gives you plus one so to the armor, power. so it gives you three up. So it's basically power armor. The second one is, um, I can't remember what it is now precisely. I think it might be Gene Enhanced, which are actually in the fluff they talk about them being uh, one of the concepts being failed legionnaires. Okay. So people okay. who fail legionnaires. And it's something like plus one strength, but Ogrins get, they might be get plus one strength and plus one attack. So they become really horrible combat monsters. But there's a whole range of stuff you could equip them with, which could be legion-like equipment, specifically power weapons. Uh, they can have, I mean, there's a 30k equivalent of um, ripper guns as well, which could be like, you know, or they can even take, that's it, they can take heavy bolters and use them as, a, uh, yes, they take heavy as uh, assault weapons. So they become assault. I think the downside oh, would be, yeah, I think the downside hell. would be, uh, personally, would be things like initiative. If you know about the roughs, they are like shock troops. They go in. They are. You know, they're very Ogrins. much about getting. Into, <laughs> they're very much about getting into close combat. So the close combat side, fine. Mm -hmm. But they are. You know, because they're enhanced. They imagine a space marine, but it's quicker and faster. And that does an ogre really kind of portray well, that I mean, concept? There's, there's quicker and faster in in different aspects, isn't there? In the sense of, um, you know, a, a marine can be given a power fist. True. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, if if you're talking about rules. Analogies. Uh, I'm just playing devil's advocate. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah. Rule analogs, not analogies. Rule analogs mm. that you could use. For me, that feels pretty close. Although, what the, about the HQ choice? Now, would you have these as allies to a Raven Guard yes, army? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And, and that, interesting enough, I think that works with Raven Guard as well because they've got a long tradition of working alongside. Yeah, there's Imperial several. Armies. There's yeah. several Imperial armor characters in the Raven Guard book yeah. that makes sense. So they have a whole regiment that go on a, a little in, crusade. Indeed, in the rules, there's a right of war, I think, where they it, they work explicitly. It's like Liberation Force. Yeah, they're working cool. explicitly with uh, an allied detachment of Imperial. Right, Russia. so going back on to what I remember, if I remember correctly about the stories of, like, I don't know whether it's a short story, which is a continuation of the roughs and things like that. In, they're in almost all of the Raven Guard uh, heresy novels so far. Right, so in some I'm aspect. sure, was there a... Correct me if I'm wrong, because I might be just inventing this. A story where they attack a facility. That's at the end of Deliverance Last Year. Is that what it is? But it's they, like the test case. They see, they get seen by Imperial troops. No, they get uh, seen by Space Wolves. It's, it's a really, Wolves, it's a it? throwback piece of fluff because the Space Wolves see the Raptors, and they call them the the Wagon or something like that. It's basically because they have the Wolfen. Yeah. And the Space Wolves keep the secret. I thought they killed them. It's it's actually I, th I think um, they yeah, have worgen or what are they called in forty k yeah or you know the space the wolfen that's yeah, the it wolfen, yeah. they they basically get trapped together in this outpost being besieged by uh, traitor forces and there's space wolves and wolfen and there's uh, raven guard and some of the roughs yeah. and it's kind of this really awkward tense situation where they're like Good. something's really not right with you. But I know there's something really not right with me. So where where are we? Ooh, this is awkward. Is that, is there I wasn't going to tell you about this. <laughs> do they kill witnesses of the roof? They Didn't end they... up surviving the siege. And um, basically, just before they leave, the Raven Guard turn on the Wolfen to extinguish the fact that they have been noticed. Uh, yeah, that, so that does happen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awkward. Okay, then. So how about... Throwing something else. Obviously, with obviously what you're saying, Dan, with regards to using ogrins as these these roughs or these. Well, it's a, good start. It's a, strong start it's a good idea. Yeah. It's something about, I hadn't thought of. Down, down, um, the Black Shields route. Well, that was something that I suggested something else. Yeah. I suggested yeah. this to Will the, originally the, when the it came. Chimera or whatever they are. Chimera. Chimera. Yeah. So they're plus one strength, plus one toughness. Toughness. 
because I've said to, we obviously we've spoken about this before, you know, off, you know, long before now. Um, there was something you, something you didn't like about the Black Shields element. It's so because I kind of went down. It's sort of because the the rest of that army list is um, just completely divorced from the Raven Guard. Yeah, you don't get any of the Raven Guard flavor. I mean, but then you, you won't do with the militia thing. If you either. wanted to roll, well, you would do because it's Raven, not like Guard. The Raven Guard. But if you, you could you not ally Black Shields in the same sense. Uh, or do Black Shields have a weird... No, I don't think Black Ballin. Shields ally with... That's a, it's got quite, I would need to get my book out, which I haven't got access to right now. Mm. Uh, no, I haven't got that. Oh, it's, it's on the book, book six, yeah. isn't it? Um, but yeah, but I think there probably are some ally restrictions for... Uh, Black Shields. Black if Shields. you wanted to stick with... So the militia um, would probably be stronger then. Raven well, Hang on, let me um, just find it. Let me find it. You carry on talking. One of the possibilities would be using the roughs and smooths. You want to use mixed squads, right? Yeah, I mean, that's that's sort of always in the fluff. There's always, like, uh, some roughs, and there's almost, like, there's smooth handlers. Handlers. Who kind of, like... But my all... guess is they're just there to euthanize them when they go too far. Yeah. But so are, they, are they... Sorry, are they in a squad together, or are they mixed in with normal Marines as well? They're, I don't think they're ever um, mixed in with normal Marines, okay, because right. I think... Sorry, go on, it's probably like the the worst kept secret in the Legion kind of thing. Like yeah. they probably know that they exist, but Korak specifically sort of keeps them to one side, and he, he does use them actually as like you said, like you put them in the hardest spot where you expect the most casualties because it's kind of like a like a dark stain on his Legion, um, but they are highly effective. So, you know, and they're trying to prove them, them to themselves exactly, which is. Part of the reason why they're highly Sorry, effective. Sorry, you were going to say something. I jumped in. Uh, mentioned it earlier. What about running them as uh, Tartarus Terminators and using Pride of the Legion to make them troops? Yeah, I mean... The, the save makes up for the fact that they don't gain a toughness bonus. The invulnerable save can be equatable to feel no pain. You can equip them with weapons that are Astartes weapons, in the, the combi weapons and stuff like that, or uh, melee weapons. And you make them troops using pride, which has the bonus of yeah, you can make them troops. But if your opponent wipes them all out, your opponent gains additional victory points. Mm, kind of like exterminating them. Yeah. Plus, they then they also get the the rights of war. They get also get access to the the Legion status rules of the Raven Guard as well. And then you can run them alongside standard Raven Guard troops and things like that. So just put a counterpoint to that. There's there's two from one one from a um, fluff point of view, I suppose, and one from a rules gameplay point of view rules gameplay point of view generally speaking it's that kind of a proxy kind of count as count size that's always problematic right especially if you wanted to go to an event so you mm. you, you know even some of the events we've been to we've had stuff like ideas that we've put up in advance that haven't floated very well and then that puts you in a difficult position you think well if this is my army and that's that's what people are giving me yeah you know it can be a, a difficult the second thing i'd say um in regards to the legion of Sarties, the other um Analog you were talking about was Galvorback. Yeah. Galvorback don't get any of the Legion special rules. No, They're no. not Legion Astartes. And so I think that's actually reinforces the point. That's probably the best model for it. Saying these are apart in some way, shape, or yeah. form. You know, they belong to us, but they're apart from us. I would imagine. I wouldn't put it beyond that if Wolfen ever made any appearance in 30k, they'd be in a similar vein yeah. to that. They'd mm. be. They are what they are. But they're not actually as anymore. Yeah, they're not. So, so I suppose the, what you're saying is that whereas the Raven Guard special rules are, you know, about infiltration stuff like that, the the, the roughs aren't about that. They're yeah. about going in, smashing face up front and personal. A different sort of tactic than what the Raven Guard are maybe used to utilizing. Therefore, they sit apart. 
but they are still part of the Legion. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the the one thing that I that sort of always comes back with these counters things is that um, to me they they always seemed like uh, just tactical marines that were doing the best with what they had. So if they did have like bony protrusions or whatever, they'd use them in combat, but they wouldn't actively like seek combat. Um, and you know they they use bolters primarily. So well, you got the smooths, aren't they? They are essentially just exactly bigger, better tactical marines. They don't yeah. have different tactics as such. Yeah. So I mean, there's there's a lot of factors, and there's obviously quite a lot of ideas. But I think you've given me another one, which is good. Yeah. The militia, the militia ones are, are different because then, you, like you say, we can you can ally those those to a Raven Guard army. So you have got the option to do the Raven Guard as normal. Mm. You then can plug in your you know the the raptor element of that in terms of the uniqueness of that and all you really need, the only real cost you've got to do is have a hq choice that is maybe an enhanced uh human you know like much like your core on so he's, he's technically human but you know he's got access to power arms for like because using the the rules for the militia that you said well if, if you still talk, technically have power if you talk, armor. if you talk survivors of the dark age and gene enhanced what you've effectively got is a um, you take grenadiers as troops, so they have ballistic skill four. They can have enhanced weapons, so you can give them. But as an ally, you need one. You only need two. One, uh, one, two, one, one troop, troops. one HQ, and then and then you can have. Oh, maybe you can only have one. One elite, uh, one elite there. That's a pain. In the as an allied force. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but what's their right of war though, where they share the liberation force thing? Hold the line, Connor. Carry well, on talking. Well, <laughs> so oh, no, I'm no, just no. looking at the allies thing. So um, Raven Guard. Bizarrely enough, Raven Guard are sworn brothers with Mechanicum, Ooh. but only Ooh. trusted well, allies with um, Imperial Army. Wasn't Deliverance yeah. some, not a? Uh, was it some sort of Deliverance orbits a Forge World? Forge World. Yeah. So that is another alternative. So you could have, you know, the. Um, but that's again, that's kind of like counterattacks with the phalanx, isn't it? Yeah. No, well, no, the thing is, that we, you know, the the flying phalanx with the Ursarax. Yeah. You, Power fists and lightning claws. Yeah. yeah, they're still more roboty though. It probably wouldn't have the right feel. And again, you we're back to that kind of counters. Yeah. yeah. Terminators. Uh, well, the thing is, that the Terminators. I like the sound of the Terminators. That was purely based on, you know, there isn't anything that really. That, that you can then take within the Raven Guard at the moment. That's the but but then this, the but then this but we're 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 all kind of going down the route of we're assuming that it's going to be kind of a tournament slash narrative play event. Whereas if it was one of those things where if you know if we if any of us played well with oh, regards yeah. to a kind of you know, I wouldn't let him get away with it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, but if if any of if, if any of us played it and said you know this is you know and this is what I've done da, 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 goes through obviously you know so you understand what you're facing. For me, I'd have no worries no. playing that on the basis that number one, it's cool as fuck. Number two, it's different. <laughs> and the fact that it kind of works in and, terms and, of and the fact that I've actually learned something else today <laughs> with the smooths and the roughs I'm like what the fuck are those <laughs> um, you know what I mean and, and it's just for me it's just like yeah that makes total sense and and as a as a kind of a, a narrative gamey perspective it's like yeah that's quite nice so I've got the um, unique right of war for liberation forces I'll just read it to you very quickly in the aftermath of the Dropsite Massacre, it was feared that Lord Korax, Primarch of the Raven Guard, had fallen, but in fact he had survived and led several thousand of his sons on a 98-day campaign of vengeance and survival before his force was extricated from Isfam 5. Having returned to his legion's homeworld, 
Korax led the uh, Raven Guard on a campaign to liberate the peoples of numerous worlds across the Southern Imperium, whose leaders had declared for the Warmaster. With each world freed from the yoke of treachery, another loyalist army was raised, and the scales of justice tipped but a fraction back in the favour of terror. So the effects are threefold. First of all, he gets freedom fighters. So once per game, declared by the Raven Guard player at the beginning of a game turn of their choice, every model in the army gains Zealot special rule for the remainder of the game turn. That's a bit sexy. Slayer of Tyrant, Tyrants. When playing a mission that uses Slay the Warlord secondary objective, the controlling player earns not one but D3 victory points for achieving this victory condition. Generally quite good. Slay, of, um, slay the Warlord's pretty, pretty much every mission, I think. Mm. Yeah, most of it. Uh, yeah, almost everyone, yeah. yeah. Lead by example. Should the army include an allied detachment drawn from the Imperialist Militia and Warp Cult, so that's a, 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 Ogrins, uh, models from that detachment are fearless within six inches of any model that has the Legion of Starty special rule, <laughs> Raven Guard special rule. That's pretty tasty. So yeah, there's the handler thing, kind yeah. of. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And then limitations. Uh, it can't be used with a Shattered Legion's theme. Uh, <laughs> any army making use of this right war may not take a fortification detachment or any units with slow, immobile or slow and purposeful. There's not that actually that many. No. I think uh, Cataphractic Terminators, maybe. No, um, immobile is tarantulas. Yeah, 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 but I'm thinking. I think, slow and purposeful. I think cataphractic might be slow and purposeful. Aren't they relentless? I don't know. Anyway, by the way, you can't have any of those, Will. <laughs> and this right war may only be used by detachment belonging to the loyalist. <laughs> Shock, horror. I didn't think that would ever happen. Well, yeah, there's your answer then, isn't yeah. it? That's your answer. So, um, yeah. So, and that's a unique right, right of war. So it doesn't compel you to take um, allies, but if you do. They're fearless as long as there's any Raven Guard around them. That's quite tasty. It is. Yeah, it's interesting. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, being fearless in heresy is actually quite a strong it ability time, isn't it? It, 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 it is for units that were that like Don't got low break. leadership. Well, yeah. The amount of times I've run off a table and swore a lot, so it's yeah, that'd be quite useful. Yeah. And so in in that sense, the other aspect to this is the the community community aware thing. So mm. you mentioned about counts as being sort of dimly viewed in events well, and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I mean, is it is it like at the end of the day, is it kind of worth it almost to do this kind of thing? Because it is very narrative for me, and it is totally that. And I kind of almost don't really care what they end up being. Like, I, I'd be happy to run them as just standard marines. Mm. Um, they just look cool. Um, and you know, is it is it worth just doing that so that there are no issues in the community it, with me if playing you're going to run the standard thing. marines and you weren't bothered by that then I'll probably go with vets just because of the different options of weaponry that they've no, got no it so. means like are the community going to kick off because they look like Gal Warback personally no no like we had this conversation in the wake of Tarsus in the last podcast didn't we I've never experienced anybody shitting on somebody else's hobby no no no, no. I've seen people the only time it ever happens is when someone just takes a Primaris Marine and goes, oh, look, I haven't changed anything about it. Or takes a Redemptor and goes, oh, look, I haven't changed anything about it. Like, I've seen the amount of work you've done to make the Primaris armor look like um, like the Corvus Mark VI, Six. Mark VI yeah. armor. You know, I've seen the fact that you've gone and you've added Raven Guard-specific things that you've made out of green stuff, like the um, the heraldry, the little... Um, like bird skulls and stuff, they don't look like Primaris Marines anymore. They look like large space marines, almost like the true scale type stuff. And then when you put one of your converted 
Gal Vorbach next to it, which you've stripped off most of the chaosy looking mutations. You've added the same kind of Raven Guard aesthetic to it. It it looks legit, and then once you've painted it, and yeah, even if you do have to say to your opponent, look, this is a unit of Ogrins, rules wise, but like law wise for my army, these are the the Marines that resulted from Korax's experiment with the on, on deliverance mm. and I don't think you're going to find anyone that isn't a custodes player that's going to go oh no I don't like that that's bullshit if, if anything I think as you pointed out Dan look, if you went down the, the Aubrey route in using the militia it, it, it's already in there it, yeah, it's already, say, it already gives you the, the you know in terms of the like in a little fluff or and it, it legitimately gives you a reason say this kind of even though we be called Mogrins it represents all manner of you experiment so genetic hand to, to give you an example so I've got uh, an allied force I've got some of the oh is it puppets war puppets war stuff yeah. puppet wars they're basically dudes in exoskeletons with power saws on the end of their fists and I'm using them as operands even though they're de- generally just human beings in a, a more enhanced yeah. power, uh, you know, bit of armor mm. but because they're bulk and they're you know what they the, the closest thing they're going to represent is the ogrins that's yeah. why they use them isn't it yeah, yeah absolutely that's pretty cool well i hope that uh, that forge world may be listening and may decide to write about these people we know you are you're listening do it do the roughs do the roughs in the smooth do it. you you pointed out an interesting point because you talk about you mentioned true scale yeah. Now, I've seen people do some excellent true scale conversions to, to make, you know, standard. I mean, the best example I've seen is um, uh, Iron Hands, uh, Breach Marines, or Immortals. But the, the, to give you an idea of true scale, they, they use the legs of Cataphracti Terminators. But if you look at the model individually, it looks like it's just a larger version of a Breach Marine. Well, technically, that's not, you know, it's on a 40 mil base, so they're a bigger model. It's essentially the same thing as what you're trying to achieve. It's just that you're trying to look for maybe something that is more representative of what that type of unit does, whereas how does that person play with them? Does you use them as just normal immortals, but they're just slightly bigger bases, essentially? That, you know, would would I, if, if someone turned up with that and I'd go, sorry, mate, you know, you can't use those because they're on 40 mil bases, no, they're there's, still immortals. There's no rule. No, there's no exactly, exactly. You have to be on the same You have to be on the same size base or larger than the model is provided with. Yeah. And it's why my characters are all on like six Terminator bases. bases. Yeah, Terminator bases. So like yeah, the only the only time you're ever going to come up against someone that says oh you can't use that is either someone that doesn't understand what they are, in which case you just explain the fluff behind them and the fact that they're rooted in the novels, or they're a custodes player, <laughs> or uh, or there might be an, uh, an event organizer that is uh, might appreciate the work you've done and goes that is very cool, but to save confusion on the day and yeah. some questions being asked. I'm gonna to have to turn around and say, "Sorry, we can't really let you do that." But that is not, that's nothing against they're not being stopping you because it's they don't think it's any good. It's just more a logistics thing on the day that might yeah, cause sure. problems. You have to explain yeah, it to everyone. Legitimately, the only way I'm ever going to tell you you can't use them is if you put them on clear bases. <laughs> <laughs> now let's can, can I, swiftly can, no, let's swiftly move away. Can I, can I just because uh, I'm sitting really close to Ross <laughs> and it's going to be like. Out of butcher's uh, nails. No, 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 no. It's like you know when uh, the Avengers, where where um, the Hulk just twats Thor. <laughs> <laughs> That's how close I am. <laughs> you can have ten Algrins in a unit. You can have ten. Sweet merciful Jesus. Yeah. How many points are they? So what is their stat line? Just out of curiosity. So uh, weapon skill four, ballistic skill two, uh, strength five, toughness five, three wounds, three initiative, three attacks, leadership six. Uh, they come with flak armor, but you can upgrade the entire squad for, with carapace armor. 
Um, and then so I was the dark age would make that three up, uh, and then they can have they've got close combat weapons basically, and heavy balls. Yeah, they get hammer of wrath as well, and they're stubborn. <laughs> Heavens to best. <laughs> well, they get fearless as part of yeah the right of war. Uh, and then you've got they can have they can have one of the following upgrades: an additional close combat weapon, a power weapon, a las cutter, a ripper gun, which is a strength five, assault three, AP nothing. They can have a heavy bolter, which becomes uh, assault. Um, assault heavy bolters. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, you range, can have a combat it? shield or a boarding shield. Yeah, a boarding shield. No, just basically half a fucking rhino. For them, it would be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. mental. Hulk smash. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think the, the only thing that they're there for me in terms of the, the literal stat line is purely the initiative three thing. Yeah, well, that's not that. But that's just me no. in my head going. But the thing is, like, all the things the... are dodgy and that or not might not fit. I think that's the biggest it. thing that stands out there is the fact that like ranged attacks are just completely not, not a thing, thing for their unit. I mean, otherwise, that just sound perfect. Although, it could represent the fact that they might be given guns, but because of their deformities, they can't use them as effectively. It kind of doesn't uh, explain the smooths that would be in that unit. Mm. Mm-hmm, true, Who would yeah. be like... Yeah, because you want to mix them up, don't you? Yeah. yeah. Well, why don't you... You could always use the smooths as a normal marine. If you give the smooths power weapons... It explains why the shots aren't hitting. So like, <laughs> if you if you arm the if you arm the roofs with the heavy bolter and just be like, oh, it's spray and pray, yeah. And then you arm the smooths with a with a boarding shield and a power weapon, because when you know you get down and dirty, you need to protect the retarded like roofs that are wandering around. Like, oh, you see my big. I'm friend? sorry, what? They are. They're, they're simpletons. <laughs> I'm saying it and looking directly in the face. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I don't know. The thing is, it's about. Exp- I would say experiment. I would the, the ogrin thing. I think. Would I think the really ogrin is well. probably the best equivalent because it, the, 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 it's term- the terminator. The ogrin. The yeah, ogrin I really like. But then the terminator, I really like. I think again, the terminator would be fine if we were just if if Will just wanted to play us. I've no problem with that. But if Will wants to come to events with us, it's going to be a harder pass to get the. TOs to agree. So then you do both. So you but you do you can't be effective. You do so you've got the models. All you've got to do is decide how you're going to run them. You're going to run them with the the allies and and that right of war where you get all the funky shit, or do you just run them as stand you know um, the the pride of the legion counselors terminators and you turn around to the TO and you say right this is the basis and blah 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 and this is the whole kind of fluff factor behind it. Do you want me to run them like this, or do you want me to run them like this? Which would you prefer? Which you, which are you? Do you I mean, like, would the easiest option, or the the most like the least uh, what ripples option? I, I think be, the, uh, the ogrin be, be running in as marines. I think the ogrin. Oh, yeah, that would, that's that would another be, option. That's yeah. path of no resistance yeah, whatsoever. They're, they're just yeah. normal marines. But there's absolutely bases. no reason that you couldn't run them on bigger bases as more and more marines. In fact, it's yeah. detrimental to you to do it. Yeah, but. I mean, because in that case, I can just you know, we I can experiment with things. And you know everything sort of hits some bases. Just be careful. You know what some. happened to Corax when he experimented with things. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just saying. It all went wrong when the Alpha did. Legion got involved. It's not as bad as when Fulgrim surprise, experimented. Surprise! <laughs> Suddenly, flying snake monster. Well, you see, I've got oh, this, expanding uh, dildos, right? I've, I've, got this, I've got this image of Omegon going. That's a nice pet. And just blown a great big snot ball into it. <laughs> Have some of that. That was some my DNA. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. But, uh, to be honest with you, what how you've described everything. And again, I've learned something else new today, which is also a good thing. Every day's a school day, Anne. Absolutely. Um, 
It sounds really cool, to be honest with you. And we've, we've really seen some of the models cool. that he's done already. We'll get, I'll tell you what, at some point, when, you, when you've kind of got like a squad or whatever finished, get some pictures on the Facebook page, because I'd love to see them. I think they'd look really, really yeah. cool. And the, yeah, the community maybe. needs something to go in the wank bank. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, until Spin finishes a conversion or you completely... <laughs> this is it. Or I actually pick up a brush this month. Do it, Ant. You're, you're, you're letting us mere mortals catch well, up. That's all it is. Well, the thing is, though... <laughs> yeah, but while, while we're catching up... He's building like an entire table's worth of scenery. Well, out I'm of doing a six by four Star Wars table because I can, um, and then I'll probably sell it on eBay, and then I'll be able to like buy um, the Fun Bus Mark One. To be honest, yeah. But as soon as you print that ZM table, I will <laughs> empty myself. It's, it's ready to go. Got the files. Oh no! I've, got, oh, I've, I've ordered, I've ordered the extra my filament. My hobby peen is oh. a diamond. I've got. I've got. I've got, I've, I've, I've got the filament sorted. Oh. I've got. I've got the kind of the so leveling. Why, why is it not printing right now? Because I'm printing the roof of that frigging <laughs> inspector's office. Forge World, if you're listening, stocks in breaches are about to go through the roof. Phosphex <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> party to the Forge World <laughs> website. I'm already there. I've, you've got. You've, you know, like the tiles, like the floor. Yeah. You can get the floor. You can get. Uh. Like, you can get like the pillars and the different walls and all sorts of shit, man. It's mm. great. I'll, again, I'll, I'll get some. I'll get some pictures. We, we have totally got to do as a zone more talis. Well, what's okay? Event. As, yeah. as, as, well, as ironically, I, my army, my two and a half k army. If you basically take away the tanks, it's a zone more talis army. So the thing, okay. So the thing for me with zone more talis. Again, I don't really know that much about it apart from it's basically it's fish. Or Fibua. Like fighting, yeah. oh, okay. fighting in a building. Yeah. Fighting in someone's house or yeah. fighting in a building. Love, that's my favourite. Fish is fucking ace. <laughs> fighting in someone's <laughs> house. I used to love fish. Breaching charges and deafening bastards it's, with a hell of a. Oh, no, no. I'm not, I'm it's much, basically as plain. I'm not airsoft. talking about the chainsaw. Oh, no, you're not talking about no, that. No, no, well, you're not allowed to. No, no. See, the, the other thing is. Have you seen the Van Sar models that have come out? Yeah. Right? There's, a, there's a ZM stratagem where you can have the ship's crew or the building's like complement of dudes. Fight back. Or if I doing that at Heresy Camp. Yeah. yeah. The strategy well, I've got some Warlocks. Yeah. You can have Warlocks as just fucking work gangers. Like paint them in orange. Holy orange. shit. Oh, oh man. Like, you man. Know. Or even like... Gene Steeler Corti type dudes. God damn, this is going to be a go. thing. Oh, it's time. It's I'm going to I'm gonna need some more pants now. Hug me, Ross. Make me feel special. I'm touching you, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's no, time to get onto RFI and get some of them cards for us. Yeah. Yeah. So the th- okay, so the thing is, I'll tell you what, I'll do you a deal. Once, once I've sussed out. Once I've finished off the inspector's office for the Star Wars thing, and then what I'll do is I'll do it, I'll blast out a few um, test pieces, if you like, um, and so then you can have a look at them, and then just tell me how much I need to produce, and then I'll just start pumping so, them out. I've not actually played Zone Mortalis yet. No, neither. Yeah. I think it's, I played, I played, I played like it, it once against Jihadi, and and it was my first. It was my, stop calling it. It was that. my first nah, fray. It. it was my first fray into 30k. I didn't have a fucking Fine, clue yeah, what I was doing. And you know what? It was hilarious because I had like blokes with melter bombs kind of like suicide bombing him and everything. It was great. I'll tell you about the night I went around with two different armies to play uh, Jihadi Ali on because he's, he's got a Zone Mortalis board. Mm. Um, Has he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah him and uh, Christian bought one together. It's like a um, okay. cardboard. No, it's, no, it's, 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 blocks, it's of blocks of wood with printouts stuck yeah. around. Yeah. Really yeah. nice, actually. Really nice. It works well. Heavy as fuck. Not in the least transportable without some kind of forklift. Well, no, you just need to have muscles, which Adam doesn't have. Flashbacks to my temporal tentacles are all about control. <laughs> they're not <laughs> about wrapping them around yeah. there. He needs more, you see. He has to keep them all tucked under his coat. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, so I went around. He, he, was, he was going, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to... 
he was adamant he was going to kick my ass. Uh, and he, he said, I've got my Iron Warriors, I'm going to fuck you up. I thought, well, I brought, I said, I brought my Death Guard list and I brought Sons of Horus. Right, let's do it. Uh, the Sons of Horus did him in three turns, Death Guard did him in one and a half. Because <laughs> <laughs> nobody likes shredding heavy flavours. No. Oh, fuck that. Just yeah. ridiculous. They're poisoned as well. Yeah, Death Guard are just, they are premium grade five star zone. They are made for zone mortalis. No, it's nasty. And all of their rules, it's just about zone mortalis. Anyway, right. so yeah, so I'll get them printed off and I'll get them sorted. Cool, all right. So, anything else we wanted to talk to? Say so thank you for Wealth coming on. Yes. Thanks thank, very you much. thank you, Will. Hopefully we've helped. Thanks for the advice. Uh, no worries, man. Anytime. Um, obviously, uh, when you've got some stuff st- stuck together, we will be coming to give you a game of co- a cock punch challenge. <laughs> Brace for impact. <laughs> just gonna uh, just reiterate, it's a metaphorical cock punch. It's not an actual cock punch. Well, actually, we had a cock punch challenge earlier because we've been Did playing. You? We've been playing Battlefield. Oh, all day. Course, oh yes. yeah. We posted some pictures on the old Phosphex page, and people were getting quite hot and frothy about that, weren't they? Well, me and, me and Will have, have said like, once we know how the game works, we might pen some Legion rules and then be like, who wants to play? Like Battlefleet Heresy. It's, uh, yeah, me. <laughs> <laughs> me. Just to be absolutely clear, three it was words a lot. That was my first foray into Battlefleet Gothic. Uh, I'm sad to say, uh, and it was it was just loads of fun. It, the thing is, it, it's got that element where you have to plan ahead. This is why we stopped playing Aeronautica. Uh, no, Aeronautica. <laughs> the reason we stopped playing Aeronautica is because you can see the fucking future. <laughs> Thousand suns. <laughs> <laughs> Quite clearly, I'm Corviday. Yeah, you were scary at that. It's, it's just it's scary. It's just so in three turns, it's going to be there. Still, <laughs> <laughs> I don't see with the amount time. of maneuvers you could probably do in that game, you yeah, should not be able to uh, well, yeah, guess. But, Every single but one. No, it was it was all well and good until you came across me orcs and I just tried to basically ram the shit out of you on that. You see, one. this is it, you're unpredictable. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, then there was Pete's Manta, I'm gonna hover shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna stop in the middle and just shoot everything around me. Yeah. But no, Baffling Gothic though, that was Yeah, yeah. Baffling Gothic. Gothic well, was good. Literally just before you turned up, we just finished off our uh, our game which was a, a three way. Um Matron. we all we all had a, a, a cruiser each and just literally kind of like let's charge it. The first Offen- well, the second offensive thing in the game was Will with his World Eaters uh, cruiser ramming the shit out of me. <laughs> and literally, he just went, you know what? Bang! Straight into the side of me. Sorry. <laughs> I just realised that was probably quite loud. Ah, uh, but uh, I don't need to hear. It's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, in the end, it was quite insane because the last thing of the game was Will destroying my cruiser that was last surviving. Mm. Which then resulted in a critical which blew up his own cruiser. <laughs> yeah, man, it was good. It was good fun. So yeah, in the future we'll play BFG. Cool, good. excellent. Well, thank you very much again, Will. Uh, are you up here for the weekend? I am. Excellent. Well, enjoy yourself. Thanks. Okay, um, that's it, everybody. I um, hope you enjoyed that. Let us know any feedback. We're always willing to hear that. And anything you want to get us in touch with? Just say it. I can edit. Oh, oh, okay. Ask, right. ask, ask Angron as well. Right. I have a question for Angron. What question would you like to ask our tame Primark? How do you not have space aids? <laughs> You're literally covered in blood all the time, and it's not your own. At My least own? Legion hepatitis. Um, we can certainly pass that on to him. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to be there when he answers yeah, that. That could be a. That could be a tricky. Primark? Tricky. That's like. So, you know, did you see why he said how he answered that one? How haven't you got syphilis, mate? <laughs> why have you not got space syphilis? Okay, yeah. yeah. Antibiotics, that's my answer. I'm, I'm guessing it's going to be something around that. I'll say the fact he's a Primark. Heightened metabolism. Yeah. <laughs> There'll be some kind of 
white clean alcoholic rub thing that he's got. <laughs> 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 is, 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 is he being quite meticulous when he gets back into his yeah. into his thunderhawk and just cleans himself completely? Yeah. Do you mean it's like, it's like one of those uh, you know like uh, when you go come out of a like a chemical warfare area <laughs> and you go and walk into a shower contamination yeah, contamination <laughs> but it's like basically he's got loads of like cherubs. Just sort of scrubbing him with like brushes. I reckon. I reckon his personal quarters are probably like like pristine white, like minimalist kind of uh, like. He yeah. just sits down. He's got yeah. a bucket of cup of tea. He's like, I'm quite glad that's over with. <laughs> yes. Bloody hell! That was hard work. That's quite. Calm, calm. No interruptions. <laughs> he gives us a little Karn plushie a hug and then goes to sleep. Pass. You calm me calm. down, Karn. You know what I'm like at the end of a campaign? I like to have my half a minute, uh, half an hour's rest time to reflect on the previous campaign. My special. And you know otherwise, can't... you know what happens, I will murder 40 of you. <laughs> do, you do you think his Khan plush has got an articulated arm and he puts it next to his face and punches it? Yes. You know those Japanese cats with the lot of swinging arms? Yeah. Well, those with the chain axe. Just hit him in the face. Oh, I love you, Khan. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, yes, we'll certainly pass that on. We'll ask Anger on that. Good. So, but of course, anybody else out there who's got any questions for Angron, please let us know. He's coming back for the next episode. I don't know why we thought that was a good idea, but he is coming back. <laughs> He's coming back and angrier than ever, probably. So angry. Yeah. You know, so you know angry. we should also do? We should ask Pyotr Rabo if he wants to do grand designs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nah, he'd take too long. Yeah. Oh. Oh. All right. Uh, thanks, everybody. Uh, appreciate that. And look out for the competition for the retardanaut as well. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll catch you on the flip side. Peace! When it's time to party, we will party hard.